and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And guys, once again, another slow week. Slow week. Not uneventful. Not a whole lot, you know, just... Just wrap it up, actually. Yeah, a pay-per-view good. and... I mean... Not a, a... For that being said. Like, not even a... Like, not even a good pay-per-view. You know, not a, a one that you remember. We're talking about SummerSlam, right? No, AEW's all out. Oh, I didn't watch that. Oh, you didn't watch it? Oh. No. See, that's how bad it was, right? Yeah. Corey, did you even watch it? Will you stop? Okay, well. No, we're going to be talking about All Out and all the other news that came from it. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I'm here. I'm uh, ready to talk some graps with you, fine gentlemen. Um, it's too bad that the little bitch... Couldn't find it, and it's hard to give us a couple of hours of time. But I now. prefer Logan Paul. Jake Paul, first of all. <laughs> I know. I There's prefer no Logan. difference. No, to me yeah, at no all. difference just, at all. They're both blonde-headed dumb fucks. While there YouTube. is, I'll leave it there. Okay. <laughs> the in my world, there's no difference between them. There is blonde with the last name Paul. Yeah. Uh, the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike Poople. Some would say I am the Jake Paul of this podcast. Yikes. That means I'm rich as. Fuck and beat up. Uh, so can Tyler I borrow like ten bucks? No. Okay. Okay. Not at all. You know, I. I he try. just said he's rich as fuck, and you tried to get ten bucks. I, I start slow, dude. Ten thousand dollars. Absolutely. Oh what the? Yeah. Oh, oh what the? Fortune hell? favors the bold. Slap that, sir, sir. You guys are ten dollars. You're a narc. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cop, sir. <laughs> my, Kids my. have any of that marijuana? Yeah. <laughs> Those marijuana tablets. Yo, hip kids, you get, have any? I got one rock of crack, please. Yeah, one yeah. rock of crack. Boys, well, let's start the show off with a sad thing. Uh, Daphne Shannon Spruill passed away a couple weeks ago. Last week. Last, Last week. week. Um, by suicide. Um, shot to the chest. Shot to the chest. The... the Disturbing thing about it was the fact that she did like an hour long Instagram live holding the gun with like her notes or like letters to everybody. And it was just like saying her final goodbyes in the new way, the social media way. Um, this is always uncomfortable for me. Um, I, first of all, you hate to see it with anybody, but um, again, she was someone who was universally loved in the business. Uh, someone who actually took the time to really help and nurture the people who came after her. Um, a bright spot at the end of WCW. Hmm. Someone who always helped the young, especially the young females. Um, someone who got fucked over by TNA and Dixie Carter. Why is that? Like what? They talked her into doing some dangerous stunts. In the, they had Abyss choke slam her through a barbed wire table. Yeah. She, a she's 115 pounds. Checks out. Yeah. Okay. And Abyss, all he knew was that it was the agreed upon spot. He didn't know any better. You know, no one had told him that she really didn't want to do it, but they talked her into it. Uh, so I, I feel bad for her, of course. I also feel bad for him because, I mean, he got a lot of flack. Yeah. Because she got hurt bad. Separated shoulder, ribs, uh, cut up all to hell. I mean, it was... And then... They fucked her over again a second time with an injury that they could have prevented. 
and said they would pay for the medical. Both times reneged on it. Uh, refused to get... Uh, and I think they ended up suing her uh, somehow. Like missing, check, like missed dates? Yeah. Checks out. Dixie Carter's a real piece of shit. Um, this, this, this fairy tale of her being this wonderful woman and entrepreneur who was saving, you know, this, this company. It's full of shit. Her dad footed the bill and she was a fucking idiot. But anyway, this is about her. This is about Shannon. Um, apparently been going through some difficult times in the last couple of years with depression and whatnot. I really don't know a lot of what was happening towards the end. She was someone that I would hear someone mention every once in a while on social media. It was always good, mm-hmm. but it was but you didn't hear much about her. Um, boy, the outpouring of emotion and that. I got sick to my stomach because I ended up, I didn't see the Instagram thing, thank God. But I, I got did. on Twitter. I saw it. Uh, see. I got on Twitter right after she quit the Instagram thing. And my whole timeline was just flooded with people begging anybody. Can you, if you know where she lives, can you get a hold of her? Please, 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 please. God, somebody call the police. Somebody call the police. This is bad. And that just went on all night. Yeah. And my heart sank because as soon as, as soon as I saw like 20 to 30 people saying that the phone just goes straight to voicemail and it's full. Um, and that she had previously moved like two weeks earlier and nobody was, really aware of her new address. You just, you get that feeling. That's all I saw on my feed and too. You you knew unfortunately I knew what the end result was gonna be this time. You know, you always hope when these things go on and you see it I've seen it a couple times on social media with not just wrestling but other personalities. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh and normally the person luckily if someone gets to him or they just have a change of heart. And it usually doesn't end up being bad. This time, I just I had a gut feeling yeah. that this was not going to end well. One of those things, like, I didn't watch the video. I saw, like, a clip, but I legit stopped after, like, three seconds. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to watch this. And, like, Mick Foley is like, I tried to reach her and went straight to voicemail, please. You know, but that started every that started, that started everybody. Like, yeah, Francine was, apparently they were, like, really close friends. And she was she was a mess the whole night. She was, please, somebody, anybody. Mm-hmm. The hell, if you live in the same state, just drive there. I know it's somewhere in Atlanta. Just please, someone, somebody go. Um, it's it's too bad. Yeah. She was only 46. Um, her mom ended up getting there. The cops wouldn't, uh, since there was no answer, the cops wouldn't open the door or anything like that. Didn't have a permit. Yeah. And the landlord finally came through and. They were too late. They found her. It's, it's, a, it's a sad tale. Yeah. It, these things always hit me really rough because suicide's a real sensitive subject. Um, hopefully she's in a better place, though. No more pain. Whatever she was going through, she's not going through it anymore. And uh, God, one of her last things, but she wants her brain donated to that, that Boston Institute. Yeah. Which where I Chris hope, Nowitzki is. Which I hope gets carried out. Um, again... You know, they're not going to like what they find. That's going to be real bad again. Which sucks, but it's, it's, it's unavoidable at this point. It's funny when I say this, because on the basis of it, you're like, you're an idiot, and you're talking stupid. But I've watched two GCW shows this weekend. 
And you'd be amazed. Some of that stuff's dangerous as hell. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But those GCW shows with the death matches, they come off so more safer to me than the shit some of these people were doing 20 years ago mm-hmm. at the height of the wars and all that. They, uh, they actually don't do a lot of head stuff. They don't. The only head it, stuff they do is like the light tubes. It's a lot of back stuff. It's a lot of, you know, it's hard bumps for sure and a lot of falls and stuff, but they don't like do like a lot of straight headshots a lot with anything. If they, um, if they do a headshot, it's either light bulb, light tubes, or they do like a swing chair, not like straight down on it. Yeah. Sure, once or twice, but it's more of the side swipe the top of the head. But even with stuff like that still around, it, it astounds me that it's, it's a safer business now. Than it was then mm-hmm. And unfortunately You don't necessarily Think of Daphne When you think of The list of Potential casualties From that era We're watching her now On the Monday yeah. Night War stories And she Didn't she just and do she Like does, her first bump like, she Yeah she does a lot of stuff Yeah I mean But she just did her first Like Frankensteiner That's the video Crowbar shared It was his favorite yeah. Or Helms It was his uh, favorite moment Of her Yeah She um, And she and I, you know, you don't think about this until I, I read about it online after the fact that we learned she was gone. And I never bothered to think about it really because, yeah, you just don't think about those. I, you know, Daphne doesn't come up often in my thought process. Yeah. You know, but she was really kind of important to women's wrestling going forward because she was the first. How do you say it? Kind of the. Not blonde with big tits. Well, yeah, it was the the goth nerd, unhot hot chick, scream queen. Well, yeah, but she was that. She wasn't Sable, and she wasn't Tori, yeah. and she wasn't Stacy Keebler. Mm-hmm. But there was something about her that was hot and cool. It was her and Lita? Yeah, her and Lita, and and Francine, I guess, to a degree. Look at look at uh, look at Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. She her whole san- sanity gimmick was aped from Daphne. Um, uh. Kaylee, yeah, Burchill, yeah, she was influential, and you don't really think about it. Victoria, yeah, and I think that's actually the saddest part. Maybe is the fact that she was really influential to the women's wrestling process, and so few of us outside the business really understood that until something like this happened, and then you just heard people talking about it, and you're like, oh wow, that's actually dead on. You, you, you it would have been nice for her to get that recognition. Before. During, right? Yeah. It's another one in the line in the likes of like Brody Lee mm-hmm. and Shad Gaspard, where like nobody had nothing anything negative to say. Oh yeah, no. Which is weird. I haven't heard one negative word. It's not. It doesn't happen a lot, and it's been like the last three. That it's sucks it's crazy. So I guess those three joined Owen Hart is the only four I can think of that. I guess nothing bad. Universally liked. Yeah. I uh, I guess it's weird it's for me and Joe. We're starting to get to the people in our generation now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, your generation, Corey, has, has been dealing with this for a while now. Now it's the generation that I grew up with. Same. Yep. Yeah. No, it is you know, tough. it's not like, it hasn't been like the giant stars technically mm-hmm. yet, but, you know, those are, I mean, that's going to happen at some day. It's someday, the names we know of that we can go, names, wow. It's instant recognition. Yeah, wow. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a... Uh, it blows. Yeah, it, it, it does, does blow. suck. I, like I said, I hope hopefully she's at peace now. She's not hurting like she was before. Uh, fucking every company on earth put out these like wonderful statements about her. But no, uh, before the bill graphics. At no, all. nothing. Which I'm, 
suicide. It's it's, it's still hard. A, it's still a very touchy. It subject. is, and she also didn't really work for any of the current company. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I sort they, of. Get they it. all they they all posted something on social medias, but no before Raw, and probably not before yeah. Dynamite. Ironically enough, Impact might be the one to actually do that this week on their TV show. I hope so. And in all fairness, it it it's not ran by Dixie anymore. It's a different company. It's a different. It, it won't. It, it it wouldn't surprise me if Dynamite did. Because they do that for anybody now. Yeah, they they do. They they try to be <laughs> open minded about whether you work there or not. If yeah. you're someone who deserves to be remembered, yeah. they do it. So. Um, WWE just isn't going to touch anything suicide with a ten foot pole because it's bad PR. So, yeah. So, rest in peace. Rest in peace. So let's try to move on here. As um, AEW had a decent pay per view. Jesus. No, I'm kidding. They had it. It was a phenomenal. Maybe one of the best. I'll say maybe one of the top five pay-per-views of the last 20 years, in my opinion. It, I think it's, some, like, it's like since the end of the uh, Monday Night Wars. Like? Yes, since 17. Since WrestleMania 17. Not counting 17. I call that the end of the year. Uh, so for you, right. for, from that, from you, for you is Money in the Bank 11, SummerSlam Punishment. Two. No. no. Uh, Money in <laughs> the Bank 11, SummerSlam yeah. 02. SummerSlam 13. SummerSlam 13. All out. And Revolution? Revolution? Revolution's I'm trying to remember if that paper was actually great or was just that match. No, it was Ian Burrows and Jericho. I don't remember a lot of it besides Amos the match. Moxley Jericho was good. Pac and Orange Cassidy blew the roof off. The tag match was an all they had the, They had the colored lighting wristbands for everybody that would go with the music. It was good. Hey, you know what we can do? Rewatch it since I own I have it all. So, yeah. Anything TNA related? Would be on that list? Uh, Anything close to that? Anything no. down for Glorio 506? They've, like they've had some really good pay per views, but they don't quite touch the top Victory five. Victory 11, of course. Yeah, well, you know. So, main event in the history of the world. I would like to talk about one. Let's talk about the the debuts. Then we'll break down the card. Debuts. You, you want to start at the end? Yeah. Because I want to talk about how. I'm just trying to remember who debuted. Um, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> so, uh, did somebody debut? A couple did. A couple. Um, let's start with the uh, first one. She debuted in the uh, Casino Battle Royale. Ruby, 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 right, Ruby, right, right. Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho, aka formerly known as Ruby Riot. According to everybody inside the business, that was the most emotional debut of the week. And uh, it looked like it in the ring. <laughs> yeah. She was hugging the ref. Yeah. Like everybody, like, holy shit! Everybody. She was, she was so happy Man. to be anywhere else. You, she yeah. got done dirty. Right she did. I mean, I don't want to disparage her like history, but you get in line. That's you yeah. know, yeah. yeah, it's true. Mickey James is like, yep, here you there. Oh yeah, Mickey James. <laughs> <laughs> She's the poster child for fucked by WWE. Jesus Christ! But uh, good for Ruby, man, and uh, she showed out. The right three finalists, I think, were in the match. You know, they're big stars outside of Brit. And uh, uh, she's the number one contender. She went over, which shocked yeah. me. I thought it'd be Thunder Rosa. Strike while the well, iron's hot. Iron. 100%. It's red hot. Yep. Uh, with this one. So she debuted. We'll talk about her more about that. Now, they can afford her theme music. Yeah. Because Rancid gave her. The blessing. The blessing to use that theme music anywhere. Yeah. So they created, they made it for her because yeah. it's just called Ruby Soho. Yeah. So they don't have to. She doesn't have to pay. 
I never heard it. Uh, the producer was like, "No, you should find the song." So I found because it after the pay per view. I found it. I was like, "Jesus!" Because they they played it in her promos of her destination unknown. I definitely don't uh, listen to Rancid on a regular basis. I, I know so. like one Rancid song. I know Ruby I, Soho, and I can tell you one thing: I don't know the title of it. So boom, if I heard it, I'd go okay. Um, so then later on in the night, uh, one Minoru Suzuki, or earlier in the night, earlier, it was before though. Yeah, was, was it? Yeah. yeah. Whoa! That was the second match of the night. Yeah. So. In my mind, the casino went pre-show. We like it was supposed to. Wow! How misogynistic! Damn, you are. Joe you, hates you women. Damn, woman hater. Thank you. Sticking the women on the kickoff, whether they belong there or not, huh? WrestleMania, dude. It's good shit, pal. Yeah. But Minoru Suzuki debuts and looks like he's uh, taking on Moxley. Can I? So we all thought in this room that it was going to be Nick Gage. Yep. It's a very real. I mean, it was a fair assumption. I've never been happier to be wrong. By and then. That music hit. I don't think anybody got it immediately until they panned and you saw the king on the screen and Corey almost fucking lost it. For, like, for one split second, I thought it was K, uh, Gage. Harley Race? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was Gage because they call him the king in GCW. So I'm like, oh, but then Minoru Suzuki came I like, holy the, shit. I uh, Titan Tron video. I, uh, I was like, oh my God. Uh, and that crowd fucking knew who that was. Holy uh, shit. And I know JR uh, should have known who it was because he's called his matches before. Uh, also, it said, his it, name, it said his name on the on the video. That too. That hey, too. JR can't. But I did love the fact that he tried by using me. <laughs> That's who I think it is. Moxley better get the hell out of the ring. Uh, I will say that more people in this crowd knew who that was than Nick Gage. Yeah. That yes. was a much yeah. bigger deal yep. than Nick Gage. Yep. Oh, they did the Kase Ninare. Yes. They did. So. Uh, Moxley... Looks so happy. Like, he was, like, in fucking heaven. Uh, Moxley, it's, you can work a little stiffer. It's Suzuki. Oh, yeah. He can take it. Yeah. You Suzuki, th- Suzuki was like, you're taking it, so. You kind of threw me off by going all over the place, but can I, uh, I'm going to tell you what I wrote here. Okay. Keep you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> I love Chicago crowds and AEW crowds. Kojima got a nice respect pop. I really like this Moxley-Japan feud. Mox wins, and then Kaze Ninare murder grandpas in Chicago. Suzuki and Moxley trade stiff shots and smiles. I can't wait for Wednesday. Jesus Christ. Because they're fighting each other on Wednesday night. That's bananas. So. In the nasty natty, as Moxley called it. Uh, never again. Do people from Cincinnati refer to it as the nasty natty? I don't like Cincinnati, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't Fox tell you, sir. I, I'm not, I don't know anybody from Cincinnati. I don't know anybody who willingly admits they're from Ohio. Uh, I know a lot of people, actually, unfortunately. My father being one of them. Do mm. they admit it in free for the freely? Well, he probably did. He's dead now. <laughs> but. It's nasty. On his tombstone, does it say proud from Ohio? I piss on it. I don't know how to read. I just piss on it. <laughs> I like to read the urinals when I'm doing my shit. <laughs> I put a urinal kick down first. So, yeah. you know, classic. That's why I learned some, some of my most favorite things. Yeah. So Suzuki, Soho have debuted. Then the end of the pay-per-view. We're talking about it in a bit. They blew so many loads. So many loads. As and mm. the thing was, I so we were thinking, okay, it's gonna be Brian Daniel, uh, Daniel, Brian Danielson. Dan, yeah, he'll, he'll get it. I'll get it one of these days. I doubt it. Daniel Bryan, no, <laughs> that traitor, that WWE lifer. Yeah, uh, Brian Danielson. Well, that's WWE. So we're like the whole time it's Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson, and then Booble, this guy, you. As Omega was walking to the ring for the main event, I was I just looked at Corey and I was like, "It's Adam Cole." 
I had this weird feeling. I we it. stayed off of fucking Twitter. Absolutely zero spoilers. I just had this weird feeling. I was like, no, we haven't heard from Cole in like a week and a half. We've heard shit about him. Yep. It's Adam Cole. I was like, mm, so I, not. so the one thing I was spoiled was it. It was because I was checking uh, the scores, the baseball scores, and um, stay off social media and just go to MLB.com, Joe. Yeah, right. I wasn't really I mean, thinking. I wasn't really on. thinking. And the thing was, like, the first thing I saw was Meltzer going, uh, Christian and Omega going last. That was, like, the only thing I was for. So, you were saying yes. You, you were thinking Cole. And then after the match, when Kenny cuts the promo, and he's like, you know, I'm so good. Nobody can beat me now, then, forever. Alive or dead. As soon as that's he when dead. he said dead. It clicked for me because I went, in the being the elite, I didn't get they, the reference, Corey, to explain it later. As soon yeah. as he said dead, I turned back to Mike and said, it is cool. It's cool. Can't confirm. And this then, happened. Boom. And then lights go out. And then uh, all you... I'm cool, baby. Uh, it's... Uh, it's a pretty cool-ass music. It's all about the boom. It's all about the boom. And it's just like, because they were going to play that off. And... Click, click, boom. And I'm, he... he, he oh, God damn, dude. He got the... <laughs> Look at that remaining schedule. Yeah. Uh, he has... <laughs> Adam Cole got the triple pop. Yeah, yeah. Music coming out, and then the Adam Cole. Which shook the building. Holy shit, that was one of the loudest things I have ever heard. We've seen that fucker live, and ours club wasn't close to that. Not even close. Not even remotely close to that. And our shit was loud when we did it. Yeah. We hit it. And uh, not even close. So he teases Omega, but he makes it the super elite all over again. He joins them. Which is the right call. And yeah, then... Yeah, right call. Once again, then uh, Omega does his I bid you adieu. They did a good job, first of all. They did a good job of not over- doing overkill right away. Yeah. They actually got you back to where you thought it was over. Yep. And then as soon as he started doing the adieu stuff, I was Which like, he hasn't done, like what the producer exactly. said. He hasn't done that in like, a, it feels like a year it or so. It has been about a year. And like, it's refreshing that he doesn't do it every show anymore. I think he quit for a while because they made him do his goodbye thing on that Fight for the Fallen show. And he's like, well, I can't really do the... Yeah, he did it for a gun, <laughs> anti-gun gun violence show. show. He's like, yeah. I can't shoot the screen now. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck are we doing? So I then... It's just a good night. He's about to bid you adieu. And then you hear... The Flight, Flight of the, of the Valkyrie. Valkyrie remix. Into some ass-shaking booty dubstep yeah. music. As one... Bree mode. Bree mode as one Brian Danielson. You should look at notes to get his name right, Joe. No. Did I just see that? No. I, I think he did. I think, no. I think he did. Okay, okay anyway. sure. Yeah. I looked at the note right here. Uh, as he looks... Brian Danielson shows up. Faces off with the Super Elite, and then uh, Jurassic Express and Christian fight them off. Are we able to stand off? Uh, no final countdown. They they went for it. I can confirm. Uh, they, uh, they're like, no, because you could have bought the Beatles catalog for less than what Europe wanted for the final countdown. Yeah, they, they went for it, though. At least they went for it, right? Yeah, they tried, but it's like, Jesus Christ, guys. And uh, I got to be honest, uh, I think the, the Flight of the Valkyrie hit better yeah. than Final Countdown would have. That's, right, that's why it's the remix version to the booty shaking. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, da 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 This is the remix edition of the song about pissing. There it is. So he debuts. 
Once again, triple pop comes out. He doesn't do the yes thing because he doesn't know if he can do it or yeah, not. He so. know if he's allowed to, but the crowd had fun with it. One Fans my, can do it. <laughs> one of my favorite things I saw on Twitter, it was just today, was that the fact that he... Someone was selling his T-shirt that he <laughs> debuted the blank white blank T-shirt. It's just like the new Daniel Bryan shirt, the blank white T-shirt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, boys, the reason why I want to bring up these little debuts is, as I put, we said, the needle swaying AEW, it friggin' broke. Add CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Add Malachi Black, who so far... I have a bad feeling about it because Cody's coming back this month. And I have a bad feeling he's going to just spank Malachi crazy. Got to get that. They got to get it back, baby. Got to push that new show, baby. Because they have, they could have a world title main event star with the way they've booked him so far. And the crowd is, is into it. So please don't let EVP Cody man come in with his sledgehammer his metaphorical balls, and just squash the shit out of Malachi Black. It's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen. God damn it. So, they all debut. You got Punk, you got Malachi Black, you got Andrade. Well, I'm just (laughs) just going to throw in there. You have Soho, you have Danielson, and you have Adam Cole. Baby! And... You know, also Christian. Christian. <laughs> yeah, don't forget Christian Cage, who was in the main event title match. Christian. Yeah. Did you see Kevin Owens' tweet today? I did. Saw was the, it? I, saw, I, saw I was news. looking for. It. I didn't see it. I saw the news. His contract's up in January. Yeah. It was supposed to be. Was it January? I thought it was January. It's January. January. Yeah, I thought it was two months. Where the fuck was like September? Okay, cool. Four months. Yeah. Four months. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> get over that. Might have been in November. I don't know where we are. <laughs> That, that Since March 2020, it all melts together. Let's stroke out about that. Days and months? I don't worry about that. So What's days? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, his contract's up soon. It was supposed to be up in mid-2023. But this company went ahead and uh, restructured most of the long-term contracts during the pandemic. And uh, from what I understand, may or may not have told some of the talent they did that. I think that's what happened to Coles. Because he said yeah. in that media scrum after the show, and he was like, I thought I had a way more time than I did. I did not know it was ending then. I don't see him tweeting that today, by the oh, way. Oh, he deleted it. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, del- <laughs> he, he tweeted the coordinates for Mount Rushmore, which, for those who don't know, Mount Rushmore was the name of the ultimate hill group in pro wrestling gorilla yeah. of uh, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, and Kevin Owens. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. Uh, so, that wasn't by accident. He's part of that group. And while I could see him staying in WWE because he's one, he's... I think he is. And I would be surprised. I'm I, on record saying he's It would not surprise me. I would, it would not surprise me either. He's loyal. Uh, they've done well by him. Well, I mean, you more than anyone. Like, yeah. I remember the first time I showed this guy Kevin Steen. He's like, that guy could never be on WWE. Like, there's no Corey way. didn't disagree with me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was like, yeah, he's a... It's a bit rough around the edges. Mm. <laughs> he's not really a... He almost killed the dude on the side of a chair. He's not really he a He did like an F5 guy. to the top of a chair. <laughs> yeah. He set it up, and the guy hit, the, hit his ribs on the, the top of it. I was Jesus. like, fuck, dude! Don't forget, <laughs> don't, don't forget the huge screwdriver impelled into the turnbuckle. He was also saying Jiu-Jitsu jack-off. <laughs> trending worldwide. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On the promo. Like, two days after the Rock's out, I was like, my God. <laughs> 
So yeah, <laughs> he thunk it. His is up in five but months. But it's up so... in four months, and if they offer him, I would have to think anything. Because he, but he is one of those that wants to. He wants to create, have fun creating what he's doing. That's a, that's a big thing for him, and I don't think he's getting that. Is right it now. still? I think for him it is. I don't think they've Sami Zayned him. He may be a little unhappy, but he still loves the business. Well, he gets to, you know, he got to do a commentary the other night because there's nothing for him. Yeah, well. And then he did the Kevin Owens yeah. show last week with uh, Logan Happy Paul. Happy Corbin and Logan Pine. I got news for you. He couldn't have looked like he wanted to be anywhere else in the world other than promoing Logan Paul. That's the thing. is like, you can cut all of these wrestlers. I got to talk about the goddamn company again. You can cut all these fucking wrestlers, but if your creative team, who you pay a bunch of money to, can't figure out something to do for Kevin Owens, you should fire that fucking creative team. Right? On the goddamn spot. He can do anything. He Literally, can... <laughs> him and Jericho got a goddamn clipboard over. You can't find something for him to fucking do? Right. Oh, you know what, though? But you know what? Thank you for bringing that up. That's the key, I think. <laughs> that fucking, that Mania match. Yeah. Where Vince tore him apart and it took him a year to recover. I think that's going to play whether he stays or goes. How much that is still affecting him? Because that's one of the main reasons Jericho left. And uh, and we watched the documentary. That yeah. tore Owens apart. It took him a year to get his confidence back. So I can see him saying, I, I can see him going. Fun. Yeah, let him go. Because the... Let's start with Adam Cole. Baby! Those two are close friends. We haven't seen... He hasn't talked. Haven't seen him on Twitter. Hasn't done anything. And he did the scrum on AEW after the thing, and he's like, this is the easiest thing, the easiest, easiest decision I've ever had to he make. He said it was a fairly easy decision once yeah. he really thought about it. There wasn't much to it. So then we find out that Dodie decided, hey, our idea for you, Adam Cole, is you come up to SmackDown and be a heel manager. You know whose idea it was? Uh, Pritchard Boy. Yep. The same guy who's on record as saying uh, they don't view losing Cole as a big deal. At all. Uh, this is weird. Uh, in his defense, uh, what the fuck else are you gonna say? Yeah, right. That we just shit the fucking bed. Oh, no, you're gonna, you're gonna have We just lost the next ten years of Adam fucking Cole because we're goddamn morons. But that's, but for once, that's what I want to hear from them. Just for once, I want to hear. Yeah, yeah no, we, 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 we messed fucked up. up. We screwed up. Yeah, we fucked up bad. And to be honest, we've screwed up for about the last ten years. Yep. And uh, we gotta have to fix it. I would love to hear anything remotely close to that, but you're never going. He. You know, he he did the scrum. He and even in the little video we watched of being the elite when they show him backstage after the stuff, and he's just so happy. You know, he's like, "I missed you guys. I love you guys. Oh, he's I beating. can't wait." And I know his hottest girlfriend's there too. He's already helps. and he, and he already said, <laughs> and he already said that that pop, sex that night. Oh, without question, <laughs> baby was said a lot. Before he can finish, does she make him go D? M-D. No, that's when she does. <laughs> there it is. They just come to their own catchphrase. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> Shoots her against the wall. Um, <laughs> but you let him go, and it blows my mind. You, It blows my well, mind. Well, they didn't and let him go. They didn't resign him. They didn't There's re- a difference. But they, they didn't resign him, but they also let him go they that way. They, they didn't. obviously didn't try that hard if their pitch was... You can be a heel manager. Well, we also saw the report like maybe a week ago where it said, uh, and Cole said in the crumb, like his last conversation he had with Vince was very good. Like he actually has, he harbors no ill will there. He 
Had a great four years there. He's still on very good terms with everybody. But we saw reports a week ago that said they wanted him to put pen to paper, and then they will discuss creative. Kiss to death. Well, yeah. see you later then. Because yeah. it's not about the money. Like To a point it is, but it's not about the money. I also heard that the Twitch thing did come into it. The tr- Twitch thing, yeah. Speaking of that. We said, we said it a year ago. Like All these fucking people live on this shit, dude. Well, yeah. To him, the Twitch thing is... More connecting with fans. It's, it's the fan thing. He did it during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. he made a lot of close connections with fans and helped them through tough times and all that. And he well, wasn't willing to get rid of that. And he just fucking enjoys doing it. It's fun which, for yeah. him. Which I will... Say I will miss Uno because he was hilarious on it. But leave Uno's we'll get the weekly beyond the elite, being the elite oh, yeah. video, so it'll be so. Okay. Don't worry. So he uh, the best thing is he did a Twitch today, and <laughs> Kenny Omega tweeted him, uh, "Hey uh, Adam, about that Twitch thing, uh, check your DMs." <laughs> God damn it! Uh. But yeah, um, Adam Cole is all elite, baby. And then what? The, yeah, I'm happy about it. I'm so happy. You might hear some weird noises over here. Don't worry about it. It's, uh, pay no attention to the man behind this microphone. <laughs> what? This is um, no circle jizzer. <laughs> why is this, why? Why does his mouth taste like a? a what, what, it was monster. <laughs> so then, like within five minutes later, Brian Danielson shows up. What do you guys think of that? Uh, that one we knew. I mean, there was no chance he was going back. Uh, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that he was going to AEW. It made sense. I love. It made he, sense for all the stuff he wants to do because, like we said, you can still do indie stuff connected to AEW. I don't see. I don't know about that actually, though. You know, they'll they'll let Moxley do GCW. I don't know if they're gonna let Brian Danielson do a bunch of indie shit. They uh, might. He they may might. not do GCW, but he'll for sure work. Japan. Like he's doing Japan. Japan. Mexico. Oh, oh, dude, he wants to work Japan so bad. Like. Oh my god. Uh, my cousin actually tweeted something that I didn't even think about, but he had posted this gif of this big, giant, smiling face, and he's like, when I realized Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki both showed up in AEW tonight, and I was like, oh, fuck yes. Yes, 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 please. It, it's, yeah, I think it's, I responded. I was like, the database made that exact same point in the room. <laughs> it, yeah. It's that crazy thing, the fact that you have, it's crazy to see that you have Danielson, Cole, and Black, and all of them are like, yeah, if I do G1, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be and cool. Looking at the blocks this year. Ooh. God, I hope Japan gets opened up next year because they need some outside help. Yeah. But you have all that. Uh, I, you know, the surpriser was more of Adam Cole because we nope. didn't know anything. Yeah, you knew but you got CM in, Punk. You got CM Punk with the uh, teases. So the, for two weeks, he did initials on his shoe. One was AC, and the other one was B, is BW. Bray Wyatt, that's the idea for in a couple months, and then on on Instagram he did a photo of two hands shaking, and then people Oof, like yeah. it's Daniel it was uh, Danielson and then him in ROH. Do you think I was thinking about this earlier? Do you think the this new storyline where the where the Dark Order is kind of having trouble getting along and they're fraying a little bit? I don't think anything. Do you think that's Wyatt. the opening for Wyatt? Yes, like he'll come in and. Unite them for Brody. Yep. It will be. Because Brody and him were super close. It, it, it's, we don't, we, I know we've discussed this before, and I know, Booble, you've said you're not a fan of it. But it's, it's the idea that I think if... It, he wouldn't be the leader, one, for saying. But once, 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 
when Brody passed, then the whole thing was, so who's the leader? Who's the leader? Yeah. And it's just, I think he would be the one coming in to save it, but not, he could be the new leader, but not really. And I think he is the only one that could do it because he was so close to the family. Yeah, there's the history. Like him yes. and Brody were, I mean, he took that death hard. But the, the worry I would have is that he, at some point, like they would make them heels again and just. I'm sure. Nobody, wants, well, that's, nobody well, that's, wants that shit, though. Like, nobody they don't want to boo them. Nobody wants them to, but that's what they're doing right now and the fact that they're splitting them in half. Well, maybe. And also, it would get, it would get a Hangman Page away from them now. Honestly, yeah, they. You can't replace Brody. I honestly rather just see them break up and then them all go do other stuff. You just can't replace Brody. Like, you can't replace Brody Lee. I agree. You can't. And and, and I would hope they wouldn't it's try. It's dumb to try. Like, I, like, the way I was looking at it, it wouldn't even be replacing Brody. It would be repairing his family for him. Mm-hmm. That could even be the storyline. Like, this guy was my brother, and I see his family being torn apart. I if And if, I'm here to help you. If they break up the Dark Order, I don't see but, them la- doing much. No, they need to be together. But yeah. then... If you go that route, fine. But then do you see Bray Wyatt as a face? Like, that doesn't work either. I mean, fans wanted to cheer him for six years. They just kept fighting it. <sighs> they kept making him heal over and over again. Well, WWE fans wanted to cheer him for six years. I don't know if yeah. these fans wanted to cheer him. Hey, the yeah, one... Good, I mean, one, the one Corey, you remember this. The one highlight of them cheering Bray Wyatt in WWE... It's Roman. When he teamed with Roman. That was and awesome. the spear, and Roman does the spear, and he does Sister Abigail at the same time. No, that he did the, Sister Abigail, and, and Roman pointed like that. And Roman and hit the spear. Hit a spear, and that was badass. That was like the only time that the crowd erupt going, Yeah. I could dig this Bray and face. They immediately did nothing with it. Yeah. Checks out. <laughs> but I that think. got over. Abort. I think it, Abort. I, according to the reports, Bray should be coming to AEW once his 90 day con- uh, contract's up. And I, I can see him. Not being the new leader, but just being um, the advocate to Dark very Order much in a way. Matt Hardy for me. I'm just I'm like, not I don't lie. care. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Of all the people that are signing or could sign, that's definitely my, the one I'm least interested in. I don't. I get it. He made such a big name. Uh, I mean, they fucked him royally. You gotta kick the tires. You're irresponsible if you yeah. don't. And I could see and if and if he hey if he's. If his head's straight and he's not trying to sell you on this fiend shit, maybe it could be good. I dug the original character. Yeah, because it wasn't supernatural. It was yeah. just a creepy cult leader. Yeah. And that's what I want. Dude, him singing, we got the horror in your hands, was freaky as shit, dude. It was, yeah. You know when like, they killed Bray Wyatt for me? When Cena beat him? <sighs> yes. When the kids showed up? The kid. When the kids showed up and they were singing that outside the cage to Cena. I liked it the first time. Yeah. But they kept doing it. Yeah. And after that, it was like... You don't say they repeat things? Speaking of that. Yeah. <laughs> you like to have, hey, a lot more rematches on Raw last night. Well, you and, don't say. And, and, and the next pay-per-view. You yeah. don't say. Those, uh, those numbers are going up. Uh, last, you know, so far this year, WWE has had 160 rematches on TV. And that's not including that, last night? That's like not including last night or booked for Extreme Rules. Yeah. AW, 16. 16. one six. Literally a tenth. That is why having a bloated roster can be good. Yep. It you do not have constant rematches. Look at like you um, space things out. So well, the thing is, they have the roster not to do it. They just choose not to. That's true. Too. Yeah, they're all sitting in that uh, that division Alexander, doesn't exist anymore. The uh, fake uh, whatever what catering was now? bathrooms. <laughs> They, crowded bathrooms, or, or they get to, or they, or they sit in the uh, uh, blocked areas in the nosebleed area. 
Yeah. They're the seat fillers. You the are seat now fillers. Fans. Yeah. We pay you to be fans. Oh goody. Starcade all over again. Uh, but no, like Cedric Alexander tweeted out, "I'm jealous of being uh, a big swole." A big swole. So you have. So we said the needle broke because of the fact that there's no way WWE can do, come back from this. They can try, but were they going to give us? Oh, I know, uh, Undertaker. This week on SmackDown from Madison Square Garden, you get Undertaker. Edge so, and S- S- Rollins contract signing. Uh, got another contract signing because that's cool. That that started writings. Wait, so, hold on. They're doing two contract signings. Yes, they are. Yeah, because they're, they're also doing Becky and Bianca. At SmackDown. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. It's SmackDown Night of Contracts. So, you mean to tell me they're combating this Red Hot Company with two contract signings and the Undertaker? So Bingo. one company has Cole, Daniels, and the Punk, and the other company. Is doing two things that aren't a draw anymore, which is Madison Square Garden and the Undertaker. And I think nobody and cares if you're at Madison Square Garden. Contract and Undertaker's via satellite. God damn it! He's not going to be there live. Of course not. He's satellite, or at least a video. Brock Brock is he, he going to be the Manhattan Center? No, he, Brock Lesnar will be there. Don't really know what they're doing with Undertaker now, as they have a Netflix movie coming out. Oh yeah, did you see this? Netflix I don't will follow WWE. Show. No, 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 no. This is like, yeah, the this is like Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. And it, is, that. it is a Netflix movie. Netflix doesn't work on my TV. I can't get to load. It's called Escape Net, Escape the Undertaker, as it's a uh, multi-choice type thing that you have yeah, to pick. Yeah, you choose the outcome. But, but it's the new day trapped in the Undertaker's house, and depending on what you pick, they either get out or not. That's put, the movie. Put that mic closer to your... Uh, I'm, I, just, I don't care enough for people to hear that because it's embarrassing. Oh, I... <laughs> Uh, uh, new Day's in the movie, too. There you go. Nobody cares. Yeah. The New Day is so fucking done. What do you think of them coming out to the... Uh, I hope they all get COVID. Hall, I liked Hall Hall Nash company. gear. I liked Kevin Nash's tweet. Did you see that? Yeah. That was good. I saw he tweeted. I didn't see what the tweet was. I didn't <laughs> care. Because Kofi was wearing the red leather outsider gear. And Kevin Nash is like, big ups to Kofi. I always wanted to see what that gear looked like in movement. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> Pretty cool. I'm going to stick them. So, yeah. <laughs> so, they have nothing. Jericho said, like, two days before All Out that he believes that AEW will be beating Raw in the ratings within the next four to six months. Mm, I give it 2000. I guess 20. Yeah. It is. Two, yeah, I'm bad four with months. Four months. Four months. So. <laughs> four months, brother. Wait. So, you're telling me as soon as Bray, the first week Bray Wyatt started beat him in the ratings, it's all Bray Wyatt, dude? <laughs> yeah. He's got the whole world in his hands. It is crazy. Uh, I think they'll beat Raw for sure in the next year. Uh, they'll never be SmackDown just because SmackDown's on network television. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Uh, but they will get close. The, I mean, WWE should already be worried. But if but they're Rampage not no gets to the point where they start challenging Raw's numbers, that's a real fucking problem. After in all fairness, Rampage went down below 700,000 last week. For the go go home, it's a terrible time it slot. Is, it's it just death. Anybody it's ten is, o'clock in the on the West Coast. You it's know. death. It's ten o'clock in the East. It's live in the East. It's ten yeah. o'clock. Anybody expecting it to compete at that time? Yeah, if you have, anything, if you have satellite, it's actually seven o'clock on the West. It's actually better if you have satellite because it's seven yeah, o'clock. Yeah, this past week I watched it at seven because yeah. I got the sling gimmick. Yeah, I have a, a Chromecast that is too lazy to plug in that yeah, I can stream. They, uh, uh, Which I did, they need to be on a different day. That's fucking stupid. Or they Saturday need to be at three o five. They need honestly to be on Thursday or Thursday. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I wonder why they chose Friday at ten. I mean, it's it's the channel that chose. It's the channel. Uh, but I don't know why to try to get people there at that. Because there's wrestling that already on Friday. They're capitalizing on the day. 
You have to know. It's a terrible decision. From your own from your own like ratings watching, you have to know that's a dead slot for anything. Um it is, but they're gonna get ad revenue for it. They don't care. It's yeah. it, this this show, I don't think they care if it succeeds. They need the ad they they want the ad revenue. It's just it's easy to ad revenue because so most weeks you're gonna have uh to them it's a Tuesday night run. NBA. Wednesday hockey starting in January. Thursday night NBA. Thursday night NBA. Friday night uh, hockey again, probably, right? I thought Friday they did NBA. And NBA. ESPN is Friday. Oh, ESPN is Friday, yeah. So So basically, they're looking at... They're just looking at ad revenue. Basketball on Tuesday. Yep. Hockey and Dynamite. One other channels because that one's TBS and TNT. TNT, Yep. Because they're moving to TBS next year. Yeah, so that feeds the same pocket. Yep. So double the revenue that night. More du- basketball on Thursday. Double the revenue that other night. TBS and is just um, replays all over again. Yeah. Oh, no, it, if they're smart, AEW becomes the most important thing on their channel. But I don't in think... In terms of putting effort behind it. But the thing is, the, I don't think you should do Thursday nights because of the fact that if they're doing live on Wednesday and you want them live on Thursday... Unless they do the arena twice, back-to-back. They're taping Rampage now. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay. that was just the first couple of weeks. Because, yeah, I mean, you weren't going to have Punk taped. But it's a I mean? tape, Yeah, so. and they're doing Rampage at... So, um, and that's why they're starting to... They're going to start Universal taping Studios. Dark at Universal Studios. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that they can... The plan is they're going to do Dark Elevation before Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Then Dynamite and then Rampage. Yep. That's your that's your taping night. Before uh, we move on, I, I want to bring something back. Jesus. I want to bring it's something back. a long back. time. It's four hours. You did... You did... Um, you brought up loaded rosters and how Dodie has them, but they don't use them. AEW has them, and they use them constantly. Elevation, you have Dark. They're bringing in more people. RSP is on, was on Dark that fucking last ma- week, and he's on this week. <laughs> they, if Lee Moriarty is on it this week. They knew what they were doing. Yes. That main event for Dark Elevation was a teaser. You had Moxley, Kingston, and Darby Allen on one side. Yep. Ricky Shane Page and Luther on the other side. Yep. Luther, who's a deathmatch legend. You could have just a crazy fucking deathmatch brawl in that main event. Yep. Uh, and then poor Serpentico. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor <laughs> But you have, like, you know you, you know what I mean? Like, they bring in talent for They're one-offs. Always They're always looking. They know they're going to lose people. Yeah. In a couple months. Let's be honest. Yeah, you can't. Joey Janelle's not a stick around. No. He hasn't, yeah. When Jan- neither side wants to be around. <laughs> so, like... When Janelle's contract's done, he's gone. Sunny Kiss, it's gone. Probably gone. gone. Um, I applaud them for hiring Sunny Kiss, and there is talent there. Not ready for TV yet. They're not ready. But he's yeah, oh, very green, very green still. Not ready at all. Um, people, and that's like fine. That. Yeah. Go get ready and come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Drew McIntyre would be your perfect fucking building yeah. block to that. Go cool. get ready and come back. Uh, so people like that from that lower, from that original lower tier class. They'll be gone. Um, Which will be great for the indies who yeah. sadly need people. Like, badly, they need people. It'll be great because they have name value. How good would Sunny Kiss be on Effie's next big gay brunch? It'd be great. It just, I mean, it's right to Oh, she could, he can do it. They can do it anyway. Yeah. There's nothing stopping. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, like, yeah, it'll be a boon for the indies, a boon for AEW. Uh, WWE doesn't apparently want anybody from the Indies anymore, so don't worry about it. And I'm so happy I found out who the two people Ring of Honor are bringing in are. Who? It's not superstars. It's people they actually could use and need. It's uh, Jake 
uh, Atlas, Atlas, yeah, and Tyler Rust from okay. Diamond Mine. Or yeah, Rust yeah. Tyler. It's those two. Okay, that's good. Those are the that's that's the perfect signings Ring of Honor needs to make. Jake Atlas would get a much better shot in Ring of Honor. I hope he's okay. I guess in Effie's Gate Brunch, like towards the very end, he got hurt. Did he? And it looked like he needed help to the back. Well, I hope. I mean, they announced who it was today for Sunday's pay So if there was any doubt, yeah, they probably wouldn't have announced him. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's okay. The uh, going back to the cuts real quick. It makes so what's crazy about because it, it's still a business. Uh-huh. Tony Khan's a businessman, and he's worked with his dad, the NFL team. They make cuts all the time. You could cut ten of these people who aren't necessary. They're not. And essentially balance out your sheet with Punk and Cole and, and Danielson to a degree. Yeah. You would trade those lower 10 people like Janelle and Sonny Kiss for CM Punk, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole. Absolutely <laughs> you would. In a second. So it just makes business sense. You don't need the overinflated roster. That you're, you're never going to use these people. And you come out either the same or ahead on payroll. Since those guys are already signed and those guys are still there, think about it in January if that's when the contracts are up. I would trade a Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss for Kevin Steen. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That's a fairly easy decision to make. Um, I, I said it in the room after the show was over that I, I do think, and not necessarily cuts, but I think you will see some names not be resigned, not just the ones we're talking about, but some, some bigger ones. Hager. Probably Hager. Uh, just because you don't need them. You know, you're building a roster now. Like, you needed these people to start with. You don't need these kind of people And they now. absolutely performed what you needed them to yeah. do. They were great for what you wanted. Nothing personal, nothing bad. It isn't like, fuck you guys. It's it's not a job for life. It's you know you they did their service and then we need to move on. Yep. We have to move the company forward. We can't what? just. That's what WWE did. They just signed off Ziggler for twenty six fucking years. Like just move with, the fuck with, on with Janela. Like, oh, it was a good sign, but then like within like a month, it's like he didn't want to be there. That's not like they wanted him there in a week. I think yeah. it's because they he realized he wasn't going to be in the main event. And why the fuck he thought that? I was beyond me. That's a good but question. But Jesus, I mean, I like him fair enough. But I mean, Jesus so. Christ! But you're not a main event. You know, <laughs> Joey Ryan needs a gimmick better. I don't tell you, and he sucks. So, <laughs> what else do you have to offer? <laughs> so I texted. <laughs> the, We're shooting. I texted um, good old Jr. Yeah, uh, is he still mad that the, the established name went over <laughs> in his hometown in his first match back in almost eight fucking years? I texted him. I said, I texted him the other uh, yesterday. I'm like, hey, I was like, I was just, I'm like, you know, we're one foot out the door on WWE. Motherfucker would have had the South beat the North in the Civil War. At least made a competitive. And I'll show you uh, the big text. Oh my babe. God, look at that. That is his, that's his response to me just saying our foots are out the door. Uh, what do you say? Well, I mean, you might as well read it now. Um, you can't tease us like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't cock tease us like that. I haven't had a biz jizz in 10 years. All right, let's see what, let's see. <laughs> this is a circle jizzer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me read this. Uh, I'm of the mind that if they aren't trying to build a product to you, then don't watch. Doesn't mean it's garbage so much. Oh, no, it is garbage. It's garbage. So much the WWE hate is overblown and a smart pile on because it's cool to hate the E. People choose the blind to all of AEW's fault because they have fallen in love with it, and that's fine, too. I'm just so over hate and trash talk just because it isn't exactly what people want. Like, criticism is fine, but blind hate is annoying and dumb. Like, AEW's uh, very much built for smarks, but let not sit here and pretend that they aren't a load of issues with booking. The issues are just different with the E. Yeah. And then 
Um, where is it? There's like he. It was a lot of he just sent like a lot of those responses. I'm like, I immediately want to quote uh, Bill Cosby in an episode of The Cosby Show, season one, mm-hmm. where Theo explains to him that maybe he just doesn't get a good enough grades because he's not that smart. And Bill Cosby sits him down and says, "Son, that is the single dumbest thing I've ever heard anybody say in their goddamn lives." Mm-hmm. One was what like, the hell is wrong with you? Um, it's just that weird thing. He's just like, what are you doing? If he like, likes the, uh, what was that, moist TV and the fucking jizz and squirt and, and carrying across his face. If he thinks that's fine TV for those who like it, he's entitled to that. He can like that. My WWE hate is not new. No. That's going to point that out yeah, now. It's not. I have been off of that bandwagon for years. For so then, years. But you know, like the, the, what I'm saying, he just JR sent me all this. Then, like, then he the next t- day texted me like, still, still can't believe how Dodie's cost cut costing, and AEW's just picking up those successes. You know, it's just like make but, up your mind on your hate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh, I will. Uh, I will pull a Devin. Okay. Oh, when Jeff going to leave, never come no, back. When Jeff, what Cornette say? <coughs> when Jeff uh, talks shit about his drafting prowess, see what see what And instead of uh, just going off, he uh, took time to make a measured debate, and he did a really well, well job. I listened to it a couple weeks ago. It was fucking awesome. It was fucking other great episode, guys. If you have not listened to our so, draft, thinking, you should go back and listen to it. It's so good. I'm thinking back to everything he said in that text. It's not blind WWE hate. Mm-hmm. And it's not even... And, and I love... I would argue that it's... I would argue for him to tell me where WWE booking is good in any sense right mm-hmm. now at Raw. Because it's as bad. He also thinks that the tag division in AEW sucks. I don't think it's great. I mean, he, you know, he can have that opinion. That's yeah, fine. I know. Uh... Anybody can think whatever they want to think. Of course. But when you want to, like, have facts, like he posted facts, mm-hmm. show me what's good on Raw. What is objectively a good book segment on Raw in the last two months? Yeah. Show me what is just being blindly hated because it's cool to hate WWE now. It's, and the funny thing, I, I will say, uh, I'm not going to defend this at all, is the fact that I have been following WWE since he left the show, since he stopped watching wrestling, you're a good man, sir. The boy has the man. The boy has not been watching wrestling, following wrestling on a weekly uh, basis like we have. Yeah. So he doesn't understand. Sure, when he left, Dodi was okay, but when we continue watching and just seeing the downfall every week, we can basically go. We're one foot out the door because of the fact that it's just shit. They're, they think we're stupid. Yeah. Well, sure, w, uh, AEW has that WCW 97 feel of the fact that they're trying to be more real to you. And sure, the Young Bucks and Omega are, are shooting and just making jokes about stuff. They're but doing to what us, they're, that's fun. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're being heels. They're getting yeah. legitimate heel heat. Uh, you're of the opinion, and you're not completely wrong. But the Young Bucks may be teetering towards X-Pac heat. Yep. Those pops the crowd are not giving them now, I think, are getting to them. But and they're just not, they're getting booed, but in the wrong direction. But, but, they, that, but they are getting the heel heat. I will they, say, he's not wrong. There are booking issues with AEW. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely. I've won. Anybody who thinks that the Jericho MJF thing has been well done 
is uh, on another fucking island. You completely. guys are witnesses that I don't think Kenny Omega is as good as Kenny Omega thinks he is. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think he should be the number one guy in that company. See, I think he works as the number one guy right now. I do. I think too. I think it absolutely works. But but like, it, it makes sense. Either you know, you, I mean, no problem with disagreements. But WWE is is actively insulting its fan base, and the people who are blindly sticking by it at this point are just the ultra diehards who will never leave. Myself was always included in that. I have been watching the WWF religiously. Since the two of you were in diapers, literally. I never wore diapers. Well, then fuck you, then. Free balling. Since you were in diapers. Free balling. Uh, I wore hats. And for one <laughs> instance, I'm not exaggerating. You guys were both born in 87, yeah. were yeah. you not? Yeah. I started watching in February 88. First, uh, February 88 is when I first started watching WWF. I never stopped. That's how long it's been. Yep, wow, that's pretty long. I'm like... Is that nine inches? I'm like a leg and a half out the door, not just a foot out the door. Yeah, no. Like, the door is actively... It's it's in the process of closing. When the little database, who is the age range that they're going going for, is like... He is their key demo. I am done with WWE. He can't watch it anymore. Yeah. He hasn't watched it. He he can't. The only part of that text... Well, I don't disagree with a lot of it. The only part that I disagree with wholeheartedly is the blind hate thing. Because you can just flip it. Those people who still watch WWE blind hate AEW for yep. every fucking thing. It doesn't yep. even matter what they do. They will shit all over Punk and Brian and Danielson and Adam Cole being there all mm-hmm. over it because they, they're not in WWE. You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It happened with WCW. Yep. It happened with TNA. And now it's happened with AEW. Whoever is going against WWE and vice versa, their mm-hmm. fans will attack WWE. It, it, you have your, You can't please everybody. Yeah, no. no. Which is why I, uh, I will say that I was wrong initially about AEW. I thought they should cater to a wider audience. I have grown to appreciate the fact they cater to their audience. They're staying in their lane. If yeah. other people find them and find what they do enjoyable and they gain new fans, they're not going to turn them down. They're happy you're here. But they yeah. do not try to gain actively like WWE fans. Look what's happening. They are of the mindset that you can watch both shows. They don't yeah. act like you have to pick. WWE does. Yeah. AW is like, fucking watch the show and then watch our show. We don't care. Yep. They talk about it all the time. They're like, he- and when they reference WWE, it's never negative. Like no. they they do it to build up the people they just brought in. They he, put that company over. He hasn't done it in a while because their pay per views suck. But when AEW first opened, Khan would still go tweet on Sundays because he was watching the WWE pay per views. Yeah, and he would talk about the cool matches he saw. That I like this man. They're really firing on all cylinders here. And then he hasn't done it lately. And that media <laughs> scrum after the show. They he talked about uh, the Wednesday night wars being over. They out of seventy five weeks they won they went seventy four and one. The one winner was something Adam Cole did, and yeah. and Tony Khan said Adam Cole was the only person who he scared the shit out of him every week. He was afraid of whatever Adam Cole was going to do because he was going to be that fucking good. And what does a good businessman do? He goes and gets that piece of scares the shit out of him. Yeah, because now he's on my team. Mm-hmm. That's what a good. Business owner that does. is putting over <laughs> yeah. WWE. That is not burying them. That is not hating on them. He's not saying, you know what? What didn't scare the crap out of me? This guy right here. It's <laughs> not. It's not Eric Bischoff going. We're going to run Vince out of business. No, because you're never going to. By the it's way, it's not, a, that's a foolhardy statement. To and make. that's like the first thing he, Khan has said too. Yeah. He's like the two things. One, we're not going to run WWE out of business because they're a juggernaut. And two. 
if you want to come watch us, come watch us. We're gonna, we're doing this for our own our own yeah. fans. Not trying to divide anything. Not trying to make any weird. Uh, There's enough fandom to go around, folks. Yep. Uh, look at the ratings in 1999. There is enough fandom to go around. I promise you. Yeah, WCW Bischoff was obsessed with killing death. TNA was just. Uh, Dixie Carter was obsessed for some reason, although she never met him, and she uh, she enabled all of the disgruntled people that came over mm-hmm. to bury their or to do their shit on TV. To bury, which was which is cardinal rule number one. Get them be. over. It's yeah. terrible. Uh, and the guiltiest of all of them was Kurt Angle. Yep. Holy fuck. Uh, Angle put them in such a terrible position, WWE I'm talking about. Yeah. That they had to let him go. I watched that fucking internet interview show that Vince McMahon came on like six days later. And he talked. They asked him open. They were like, what? He's like, we love Kurt. But Kurt needs help. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't stand by anymore because he wouldn't take our help. Yep. So Kurt can do whatever he, he's going to do. Like, he was actively hurt that Kurt Angle left the way that he did. And then Kurt Angle spent 10 fucking years burying the company that made him relevant. Yep. Now, I will say the one good thing out of it was that going to TNA did, in a weird way, saved his life. Yeah. Because it wasn't right away, but he was able to get the help. eventually. And but more importantly, while he was not getting the help, their relaxed schedule did wonders for him and his body. Mm-hmm. He, if he had stayed in WWE without getting the help, we'd have had another Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it ended up working, but damn. Uh, plus, oh. she was a mark. Remember? <laughs> so, not to cut this conversation off, but uh, we've talked too long about this bullshit company. We'll get to the fucking pay-per-view that was yeah. goddamn awesome. Let's get to the good one. Don't right. talk about that shit anymore. Fuck that company. I'll blind hit it if I want to. I thought we were still talking about AW, but okay. No, we've been doing no, AW for like fucking half hour. <laughs> no, it's only been ten. We've been talking it for an hour. Like a half hour, but it's like once in a while. Even talking about it feels like a half. Well, let's so talk much about longer than it is. Let's talk about sex, baby. Baby, let's talk about you and me. Well, if you guys want, no, let's talk about all out. Should we uh, lead off with the match that was pulled? Yes, because why the car changed. So remember, we did mark out no so. We did. We, we did. did, remember that. We did and then we did the, like, the award show type thing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we did. We said oh, what show uh, yeah. the Jabroni match of the Ooh. week? Yeah, and we talked about like, hey, what would be uh, what match might not what well, could be it? And I think we all said Pac and uh, Andrade. Yep. And then we find out, like, the next day, uh, uh, Pac had fl- uh, yeah. flight issues. So I can't get to the country. They pulled that match. Now it's on Rampage this week. Uh, next week. This week. This week. Is this week? Oh, yeah. oh, well, his dumb promo, he said two weeks. So, uh, you know. It's this week. Andrade for you. So that I, match got pulled. Honestly, I can't understand. I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. I feel I, bad I, about I get, I get like, every other word. Thank God Chavez there. So what so they did was the... Which you know what I like the fact about this, the buy-in stuff that yeah. the, the pre-show matches, I love the fact Khan treats them like it's not a pre-show match. Yeah, it counts. It, it means counts. something. He, well, because well, you know what I mean. Almost. You know what I mean. If it counted, Jr. would be out there doing it, but you know. Well, Jr. don't do buy. More than he's not out there doing it. Fair. <laughs> but Khan comes out and says he came out and said that the buy-ins and all the pre-show match stuff, he wants it to be top-notch. He doesn't want it to be. It's a pre-show match. If you and notice. Then, the main card. If you notice, Tony Schiavone is so much a better commentator with Excalibur when JR's not out there. Yes. On that's the right, JR. That's right, JR. They're the most underrated team in AEW just because you never get to see them, Excalibur and Tony together. I would love Schiavone and Taz. Except, yeah, no, Schiavone and 
That's... Excalibur and Taz is awesome. Oh, uh, Tony and Taz is awesome. Tony and Tony, Big Show, and Kingston are a lot of fun on on Elevation. It was not great. Jericho. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Scrappy's what I do, Jack. So, well, not more on that later. So Andrade and Pac are, are for Rampage. So what they mm-hmm. did was the the Casino by, uh, Battle Royal got pushed into the main card, and Which, then I'm glad because they had a debut. So yeah. Was yeah. Actually, I'm glad. Can you uh, first of all? How I mean, talk about great problems to have. You lose a match that's a pretty important match. Yeah, the pay per view. So you have to replace it. Yep. So they re- and you have these guys available to drop so the re- <laughs> and that and that brings up the stacked roster Jesus. that they have this feud going on backstage or on the on the show. So they go, well, okay, we'll throw this in, and you know what? It fits because the the next buy-in show uh, pre-show match is a ten-man tag of best friends of Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta and Wheeler Yuta. He's part of best friends. Uh, it's weird because he's blacked out. Like you know how you, on Wikipedia you can click on their names. Oh, yeah. Like he's blacked out. That's why I was like, okay. That's he's weird. been wrestling for like four years too. Like, yeah, I've, I've watched him wrestle since he was like eighteen. Them teaming with Jurassic Express of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt as they defeated the Hardy Family Office of Matt Hardy, uh, Private Party, and the Hybrid Two with Blade and that went nine minutes and twenty five seconds. I mean, that's pretty good when you can just pull Orange Cassidy and Jungle Boy under your pre-show. Yeah. Uh, it actually shows one of my points that I've made before is that not everybody needs to make every single show. True. Like, if they if this match had not happened on a pay-per-view, I also would have been fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Because it didn't need to be on pay-per-view. Yeah. Not everybody needs to be on every single show. It's like what we said last week with uh, Moxley, and the idea was going to be Tanahashi. Might have gotten forgotten. Yeah. This worked out better. Yeah, uh, so many ways yeah. it worked out better. Um, but you have uh, the return of uh, the butcher. After this, he returned from injury. Good. It uh, was a it was a fun little ten minute you know pre show match that we the, in the room. The producer and I thought Wheeler was turning on best friends because they're like they like Cassidy gets in the ring because they're stalling for time, and then like they pose. He does this pose, and Wheeler's in the ring with them, and it's just them two. I'm like. Is he turning? Is he turning? But no, that's because uh, the butcher returned, so that's why he didn't turn on tonight. So let's start off the pay-per-view with the TNT Championship match of Miro defeating Eddie Kingston in 13 minutes and 22 seconds. Hold my hand. I called that my match of the night last uh, last week. Hold my hand. And it was good. And we'll walk through war together to through hell. If you survive, you can go to your heaven. First of all, redeem these nuts. Eddie Kingston, dude. Just, dude. What a treasure. The, the, know, that, right? that match was a, a hog fight. A hoss fight. It. it was a hoss fight. It was fantastic. I love Eddie Kingston selling. the. I caught it, too, when Kingston uh, takes the heel kick from him. And like he's just standing there because he got low blowed. And he's just, like, cross-eyed and just standing there. And I'm like, he's selling it perfectly. Yeah, he's, he's sell with your face, too, guys. Yeah. Like he, he could teach so much. Look at you, Johnny. Same face. Yeah, he could teach so much to the younger guys in that in that company. And uh, I love the match was fantastic. I love the fact what they did was the ref spots. The ref is exactly where he should have been. Needed to be trying to put that turnbuckle back on. Miro rips the turnbuckle off, and then uh, the ref tries to grab it at low blow. He low blows. uh, It was a flare spot. Flare spot. 
And then the ref is yelling at like one of the side guys, like, I was trying to fix this. And he knocks the rest of the turnbuckle down to call, allow that to be put in play now. It was just like perfect, perfect ending, perfect execution by all three, including the ref. <laughs> and I agree with uh, Booble, who said afterwards, rematch in Queens, a grand slam. Yep. With Kingston going over same, in his hometown. Same spot. Same and, spot. Um, he has a cup on this time. Yep. And he wins the title. And I think, God damn, that's beautiful. That needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, Corey, what did you give it? I think I think it was... I gave it like three and a half for myself. You've been so over the place that I... Uh, <laughs> dirt, put down my guys, gimmick. Guys, we're one hour in, and we're now just starting the pay-per-view. I gave the, the buy-in three stars. Yeah. I gave this three and a half. Yep. Here we go. There's already a Redeem These Nuts t-shirt. I love this business. It debuted the next day. <laughs> These two delivered exactly what I wanted them to. I smell the rematch, possibly in Queens, with a different outcome. Yeah. Then the next match was John Moxley defeating Kojima in 11:50, and we talked about how after the match, Kazeninare comes out in a little fight. Three and a half for that match too. I it was great. It was, it was stiff. fun. It was fun. The uh, the elbow drop that Kojima did, but like with the opposite elbow, and she's like, "Ooh, that looks stiff." Kojima, yeah, I follow him on Twitter because I have for years because yeah. Bread Club is hilarious. He was legitimately touched that that many people in, in America knew who he was and cared. Like, he was legitimately That's awesome. touched. That's awesome. Um, I thought it was a great match for, for Kojima being in his 50s. 52. And Moxley, you know, walking, helping, helping him through. But it didn't look like he needed that much help. You know what I mean? Like, no. it just like. No, he, he can still go. Yeah. What a training class. Yuji Nagata. Satoshi Kojima, Minoru Suzuki. All still wrestling today. All still all came from the same young boy class. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. That's the uh, Lesnar Cena Batista <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah. Fucking and nuts, don't forget man. Shelton was there too. <laughs> yeah, like, but everyone forgets too. him too. Uh, then the next match was for the AEW Women's World Championship as Britt Baker defeats Chris Statlander in 1134. <sighs> man. I was so high on Statlander. Maybe this is the first time I saw her. She is not improving. This is a uh, man. Britt needs somebody who can help her get through a match because she can't carry a match. <laughs> I need to sign somebody who can, but uh, but I like Britt a lot. Yeah, but she can't carry a match. It's like right now, like this match was okay uh, for for what I thought, but I agree. Because you did Statlander this time, you did Red Red Velvet a couple weeks ago. Um, that was a then that match was okay, but ever since then, Red Velvet can't hit nothing. She can't do her moonsault now. Terrible since yeah. then. Um, she's getting engaged to uh, Briscoe. Yeah, Wes. Yeah, Wes Briscoe. The yeah. lights were too bright. Of course, Aces and Eights, legend. Yeah, Wes Briscoe. Um, but the thing is, they <laughs> you know you have Ruby Soho now, and you have Thunder Rosa. So you've done, but you've done the Thunder Rosa stuff already. With her, yeah. But there was... You go back to it eventually. You can, because now it's um, ranked because she wasn't part of the company at the time. I gave it three and a quarter. Uh, I said Baker may be the most over-wrestler in the biz. Yeah. It's up, yeah. Completely. Man or woman. She is I don't know. I don't know. Maybe her... uh, (laughs) Her husband. Yeah. Or fiance may have something to say about that. Yeah. Stantlander is impressive in size, but still really green. Baker hits a Panama sunrise, and a couple of light bulbs went on in this room. So good. <laughs> she hit that, and then AEW uh, tweeted out, that's called a Pittsburgh sunrise. I'm like... As soon I as see. she hit that, 
That was that was was like that was hint number one. Easter egg one. I I looked at Boo. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Doesn't really hit that that this much. This company doesn't do stuff like that by accident. No. As we said earlier about Punk doing the initials and you know. Uh, our next match, a steel cage match for the AEW Tag Team Championship as the Lucha Brothers defeat the Young Bucks in 2205. <laughs> so, so going back to last week, I think we all said this was probably going to be the match of the night. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it was. I don't yeah, think there's yeah. any doubt there. I, I said Miro and Kingston because I just want to be different, but yeah. I, we knew. Well, it was you were this. wrong, sir. I, yeah, I know. But it, mine was good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, mine was good. <laughs> I gave this uh, four and a half. Yeah. I didn't. Everyone else is like five across the board. Nah. It was really good, but I've seen these two teams do better. So, uh, four and a half. I'm going to still. This is full credit where credit's due. Ross on uh, Cultaholic said yeah. this line, and it cracked me up, and it's so true. Nick Jackson, with his dyed long hair and that Hollywood Hogan mustache with the black beard, he said, and I quote, Nick Jackson looks like the love child of superstar Billy Graham and a Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah. And I was like, hot damn, that is funny as shit, because it's true. Uh, what the hell can you say about this fucking match? Total PWG match, and I mean that in a good way. Ray Phoenix is several levels above anybody else. Yeah. Some, is he the best worker in the company? Yeah. I Oh, it's, it's hard to say, man. He's up there. Cole, but at, at least company, top, there's competition, but yes. At least top three before some, the... Time. Some truly death-defying moves. Lucha Brothers take the belts in a feel-good moment. I hope they never wrestle again in AEW, and here's why. They had a long feud in PWG. Mm. They've had a couple matches here in this company already, and you're not going to do better than this match. Call it good. Yeah. That's, that's not wasted. That's not... It's not, you've got enough teams. Let's not... And let's that, not uh, so... And now we can get out of the way. Yeah, let's not piss in the pool. So, uh, Penta did like a little... Like, we respect the Bucks. We went to war with them. Now it's time to bring on new blood. Yep. The producer just texted me uh, a photo of uh, uh, Alex... Abrahantes. <laughs> Penta says... And he did this... <laughs> he, he did it in English. And Zen's like, he even does it on Twitter? What the fuck? <laughs> Because she does not like him. And now uh, we, can, we can get FTR back on TV. Yeah. And they can uh, eventually beat the, beat the Young Bucks for the titles. I don't know. The, they probably will be coming don't back. All you read. I have, yeah. They're working. Okay. Because yeah. they, they, they're working the thing of one last ride type stuff. Uh-huh. They've been saying that every match. They, That's true. They signed longer than a one-year deal. Okay, good. Yeah. So good. I, I'm just making sure because they're playing that troll game of, well, I mean, it's been fun. I mean, there may be a storyline in place with the Forbidden Door where they can go to Impact or, a, or NWA, but they're not about to resign with WWE. No, so, fuck yeah. no. Um, oh, no, no, I don't want them to. I'm yeah. just like... Um, but no, it was a good match. The top of the cage spot when uh, Phoenix. Phoenix does the crossbody on all three. This cage isn't quite high enough. I'm going to jump don't, six feet you know, in the I, air. I, uh... <laughs> It's uh, it goes back to Foley, but I, just, I don't need to see it anymore. Like it's a fucking cool spot, but I, just, I don't need him to do it. Ellen was safe as hell. Both safe. He went through on three guys I mean, instead of a table. They caught him perfectly. Safe is relative. Safer. He fell twenty five feet onto three dudes, and he's not exactly small. <laughs> so hey, Ellen, you know, you know the fun fact of like uh, Corey brought up on the sh- uh, where we we're watching. I guess Punk went to them and was like, "Hey, don't do something stupid." Personal, I brought it up. Yeah, oh, you, was it you? Okay. Safe. 
Be safe. Be safe. Because oh, no, they didn't follow that. He said he he walked to the cage and he was like, "Guys, just be safe." Yeah. That's and they were like, "No, we will." He's like, "No, no, seriously no. though, I need you to be safe." Because <laughs> um, I know what you're gonna do. And Corey said he's like, "Pencil will do the fucking Foley spot without the table. Yeah. He'll just jump yeah. onto the concrete." <laughs> Like, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Four and a half, and it's one of those things. After the match, we started comparing it to the Bucks versus Omega and Hangman from a year ago, and which is better. Oh. That's better. I actually think it's quite a bit better. Yeah, which yeah. is why I don't understand five stars. Now I know you could have two five star matches, and they different. can be different levels. Yeah, this match is not close to five That's stars. That's one for of the me. reasons it's got four and a half for me. Yeah, it's not because close that to that match. match. Is, is a no brainer five. Yeah. And would in that any it's other, probably the greatest tag match of all time. And in any other To be honest. In any other universe, that's the fair. match of the year last year. To be fair. To be fair. Until Walter and Ilya until Walter and Ilya. kill each other. Yeah. Like in, I don't Like it's so this was gonna point out like if you had given it five, like you can you're never going to be better than that no. revolution tag match. No. You can be as good, but you will never be yeah. better. It's so good. And this was good. It's just not that. Yeah. It's not that level. Uh, I like the spot where the Bucks pull out the shoes with the uh, thumbtacks thumb tacks on the bottom. There was a lot of blood in this match. It's for the you guys wearing masks. We were trying to figure out how the fuck you blade in a mask. Did like the... Why I we have it taped inside? I did like oh, the... You just kicked him in the face really hard with thumbtacks. That'll also do it. I did like no, Pinta. No, no. <laughs> I did like the. Where's uh, your blade? Fuck the blade, homie. <laughs> the shoe dog. The end where Penta calls his family over and like as they're trying to like shoot him to the top. In blood. They're all covered. Which they, there is a thing on YouTube from AEW, and it's like behind the scenes stuff and like yeah. more of that. Like, let's get you a new shirt. Yeah. So let's move on to our next match as it was the 21 women casino battle royal for a future AEW winner gets a future AEW women's championship this match. This battle royal proves something to me. They've come a long way in terms of the women in their division, but they got a long way to go. Yeah. Because there was still an awful lot of dead weight. Yeah. Uh, this went 22 minutes and Ruby Soho defeats Thunder Rosa. I agree. I also think there should be more. Like, just for production-wise, it's like, you show the first one, person running down, and then it's battle, and then you're like, who, who's coming out next? that shit. I know. You got to... Picture-in-picture. Picture. World-famous picture-in-picture every fucking week on Dynamite. Picture-in-picture, picture, that son of a bitch. Right. Um, uh, Jade Car- Cargill was having a triple threat match. She tweeted, uh, thank God for uh, uh, nipple pasties. Nipple pasties. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, no, fuck your pasties. Uh, this, um, I mean, it's as good as the Battle Royal could ever be. You're never going to get a five-star classic Battle Royal match. No. And as we said, their their women's division is light. They've made They're light. some excellent additions yeah. the last year. But and they started with they not a lot of... And it's going to help with Serena helping train. It's going to help. So, I mean, they should look at... Who was from WWE? Sarah Del Rey is who they should look at bringing yeah. into to help train because she made a goddamn world of difference in that fucking oh god, company. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Um, and Finley. And Finley, who likes to wrestle, um, likes to fight. So the right girl run for sure. <sighs> At some point, though. Don't you have to do something with, with Thunder Rosa? Are you going to miss your fucking opportunity? No, you just signed her. I mean. But it I mean, she's a little bit older, so I'm like, at I some know. point, you're going to miss your shot. But, man, you've got a couple years. 
They'll they'll do something within the next year, I'm sure. It's she'll probably, be if she's not the next champion, she'll be the one after that. This company seems to be pretty good at planning out who's going to get that belt. And but do you want it off of Brit that long? Because <laughs> at some point she's your number one fucking face. You know what I mean? Like, do you want it off of Brit that long though? That just she is on how they go about she it. is box office in that company, and I just I'm like do you know what I would do personally? Man. I'd have Soho beat her. I would do. I would have, have Soho, Soho be the champ, would. and then Thunder Rosa beats Soho five or six months down the then line. Then you get Britain, and, and then Britain, and then you come back with Britain Rosa again. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's the next like year for the women's division title. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Let's go to the next match, as it was a just a singles match between Chris Jericho and MJF. And if, if Jericho lost, he would have to retire from in-ring competition in AEW. Did I miss something here, guys? There are a lot of people, including people inside the business whose uh, opinions I respect and hold, who said this was a fantastic fucking match. And especially the last 10 minutes, it was going into damn near perfect territory. I have no recollection of this. Uh, I missed that. So do those people, Corey, just hear me out. Do those people also uh, love 70s wrestling where not a whole lot happens, to be honest? Not particularly, no. No. Because no. I feel like those kind of fans would love this shit. This... Oh, because I'm one of those fans. I, I know. like this. I know. So I was like, I was curious because this match bored the fuck out of me. It also went was 1930. fucking necessary. 1930s Jericho M- wins. MJF fucking won the feud last week. Why the fuck are we doing this match? As we've pointed out, I don't even know how many fucking times. You could have gone so many different routes, including having the fifth labor of whatever not be MJF and this be the blow-off match of the feud, but... Well, yeah, like, okay, so I gave three to the Battle Royal. Okay. That's a fair, that's a fair grade. Fair. I gave yeah. this. Fair to be? Three. I was lower than that. but I thought it was, it, I said, here's what. The match that really wasn't needed, this should have been the match from Dynamite from weeks back, wasn't bad but never really reached the next level. False finish provides MJF with an out after losing because this is his first real loss. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. I didn't hate it, but I sure as hell didn't. I don't see where people are saying this is like an instant classic and one you need to fucking just watch over. You you can fast forward this. And then in true last year to have fashion, what does this do for MJF? Nothing. Nothing. At all. Sure, it puts him behind the eight ball now. What's his next feud? I'm trying to think about that because there are so many new parts in this company now. And you don't want him to feud with a new part because the new part has to win. What the fuck do you do with him? uh, TNT title? Like, where are we going with this? No, because I got got to think that's Kingston's. I don't... I have no idea. Because, like, you can't... The the promos of Punk would be absolutely awesome. Actually, you know what? It could be Kingston. Mm, I actually like Kingston. You have two different versions of New York. Feuding. No, I'm fine with it after Kingston wins, but what do you do with him, Jeff, until Kingston wins that title? Nothing. You just you can be honestly have him go away. It's like a month away. Actually, you know what? Honestly, off TV is the best it solution might, yeah, for, for MJF. Yeah. He might need to be off TV until around Revolution. He needs to get cleaned up. Because he needs to get the fuck away from whatever Jericho just did to him. He's got the stink on him. Um, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I actually would not hate him just being off TV. That's that's Like, have, have, enough people. have somebody beat him up and just have the new Super League beat the fuck out of him. And then get him off TV. This is what uh, people were talking about like five or like six or seven years ago with WWE. You have enough people that you can take one of your big stars and give them four months off. It doesn't hurt them. It doesn't hurt your product. It saves them burnout. Yes. 
So you know what? And they yeah. don't even do house shows. Nope. Oh. This hurt him. God. This hurt him, so goddamn. Let him, uh... Yeah, let him take four months off. Yeah. Come back fresh. You t- attack somebody. You got plenty of TV people. You, he'll, yeah. You'll be fine. Because yeah. he's on commentary for fucking six months. He's not even like wrestling. Yeah. The, I saw the record. He has like 19 matches in AEW. AEW Dynamite Grand Slam is in a month. September 22nd. Yeah, less than a so month. That's the tennis one? Yes. Yep. Uh, I would take him out like this week. I would just take him off TV. Yeah. That'd Beat be him up. Or just have him go to say I'm sick or of this crap. Go, Honestly, Honestly yeah. actually, it makes he more sense leave. for him just leaves. to get pissed off and leave. Just leave. Yeah. Like, fuck this. I beat Jericho already. You screwed me. Yeah. You, I'm out. You don't need me around. Yeah. yeah. You're signing all this big talent, and then you start a feud. He can pick the feud he starts by whatever he says. Yep. It's wonderful. Yeah, just get him off TV for a few months. Yep. I actually prefer that. If it's not Kingston, you know who I, you know who I would like him to feud with when he comes back. Hear me out, Christian Cage. Because it's uh, a veteran hand who to get won. Over. It's not going to demand to go over it. But MJF still needs a little work in the ring, and that's the veteran who can help him t- with the, here's what you do here, here's what you do there. Have him go over, Christian. No, no doubt about it. And then have him attack your big name. I would agree if his last year and a half wasn't with already a veteran who theoretically could help him out in the ring and get him over. Yeah, but this veteran's actually going to do it. Be that as it may, I don't know that beating Christian matters a whole lot. I really don't. Well, to me, it's not about beating him. To me, it's more about him getting the work in the ring and learning what to do because he still needs a little of that. And put him in tag matches. To get to the next. Who's going to help him on his side? Like, what tag worker is going to no, teach him? No, it's not. You don't ever learn on his side. No, he needs to learn from opponents. It's about he's... Oh, it's, you it's, can learn it's from who he read, But it's who he wrestles. It's not about who his tag partner is. His tag partner is Wardlow. But it's who he wrestles. Yeah, okay. All right. Like, you have him feud with uh, fuck Proud and Powerful. That would work. You know? Or a fuck FTR. They're not or doing FT- anything. They're yeah. fucking busy. They're open. Break the pinnacle up. They're not doing a goddamn you thing. Know, there's plenty of people. Yeah. And if you need a smarm, I'll use a face now. If you need a smarmy ass heel to take MJF's spot on TV, Sammy's standing there. You just have Sammy do it. Because he has the most punchable fucking face yeah, in goddamn he, television. He should he's, be a heel. He's well, not. He's, I know. But, but he can be. <laughs> yeah. He can be until MJF comes back. But. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of a big name, let's go to our next match as it was Paul C. White. No, oh. no. It was CM Punk's. Oh, yeah. First match back in Florida's. seven years. Florida's. A lot of people online talking shit. He's 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 wasted. He uh, was gassed. No, I just mean that uh, where it went on the card. Oh, I know. We spent the whole eighth. afternoon like, where is this fucking match going to be? As went soon eighth. as it went eighth, I was like, oh, they have surprise tonight. Yep. They I think the producer was like, well, there's something else happening later on tonight. And she was right. Uh, as one person was mad that CM Punk went over in his hometown to destroy the young blood. Uh, would that so be the that, the blind faith guy? Yes. Is that blind hate? Blind faith. Blind AEW hate guy? Yes. Or is it just Darth that's blind and hated? Well, I don't remember. Yes. I can't remember. Uh, CM Punk defeats Darby Allen via pinfall <laughs> in the in 16 minutes and 40 seconds. In the uh, Bret Hart 1-2-3 kid appreciation oh. match. Oh, so good. I saw a Twitter thing where it shows you every spot from yeah. that match that they... Paid homage to. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's oh, more than a, one. There's a lot. There's wow. the uh, you know the hammer lock mm-hmm. uh, that didn't get undone, and then mm-hmm. oh yeah, there's that's awesome. Yeah. In fact, that's why Sean Waltman later on just uh, tweeted a, a praise thing to yeah. both of them. We're like, thanks, man. <laughs> so Punk goes over. He has new attire as he's like wearing uh, long, long pants. Long, t- long pants. 
It took me a while with Lashley. I immediately like it with Punk. Yeah, I love it with Lashley. Looks good. I think it's a no, great. Yeah, it looks great on Lashley. Uh, I don't think Punk is washed. I think Punk is not wrestling like he did in 2011 because he's 41 fucking years old. And that was I 10 years ago. I think he's going to go the Bret, Ra- uh, Bret Hart route of just slow. He's going to. He knows. How to, first of all, he knows how to fucking work. I don't yeah. want people to forget this. Like he said, it's like you forgot how to fucking do like, this. No one is saying he's goddamn Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniel Bryanson. Yeah. Brian Danielson, but he knows how to fucking work, dude. That he's guy. not bad. We should, we should get a jar. We should get a jar. <laughs> like a devil raised jar. Devil, we yeah. put a fucking dollar in it. Yeah. So, like. It's a good idea. Get a jar, baby. Everybody needs to stop. Yeah. Shots. <laughs> everybody needs to stop, go back, and remember the worker Punk was before he left. Yeah. He wasn't the world's best worker. He was the best in the world because he was the complete package. He had a fantastic elbow drop, right? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But he was never a smooth, great worker. But he was never bad. Yeah. yeah. So nothing has changed. No. I, I can tell you one Except thing. he's got a little smarter, it seems like, in how he approaches it. I can tell you one thing. Watching this match compared to any WWE match, this was far different. Oh. Far different. I will say this. Oh, God. Between the FTR... CM Punk mm-hmm. and a couple of others. I'm I have come to the conclusion that uh, hurts me a little to admit. Oh no! But when it comes to the workers and how good they are these days, mm-hmm. the guys who grew up idolizing Bret Hart, much better workers than the ones who idolize Shawn Michaels. Yep. Yeah. And it's not even close. No. As a diehard Shawn Michaels fan. Which is weird. It hurts a little bit. Sean tried one of those gentlemen. Yes. Which is weird, right? It was right. like five to one. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's the weird outlier. Yeah. Yeah. He's the weird outlier. But like Because he's the better work he's the best work of all of them. Yeah. And yeah. but collectively you're a hundred percent correct. It's not even close. You know, it, it, we, I was always a Brett guy. We've we've said I mean it, it hits home for me. We, I never hated Brett. But I was a Sean dude. We made the references before, like of like Brett and Sean about how you have Dan Bryan oh, Jar, uh, shot Brian Danielson, and then you have, um, but, um, you know, everybody else that does for Brett. But like we made the comparison to sports of like namesake and like oh you have you know Michael Jordan you have his two sons they didn't do shit. Uh, namesake people that you know Michael Jordan is the president the owner, terrible, better as a player, you know all those type of compar- uh, comparisons to. The fact that people that idolize Brett are doing better than people that did Sean. And the closest one you got is Ziggler. <laughs> and I will say, the whole rewatch of the Monday Night War Stories has opened my eyes tremendously oh, to, Brett, yeah, to Brett Hart. And I already admired him. I, I was never a Brett hater. How two companies fucked him over? Yeah. But, I mean, I've gone from a guy who was like, I like Bret Hart, to Bret Hart might be moving into my all-time favorites list. And I mean high on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Without question, um, that's right, Jr. For his match, I thought he looked good. Uh, he's he is in shape. They announced him at two eighteen. He does not weigh two eighteen. I hate to tell that he's not because <laughs> later in the night, uh, Kenny Omega weighs six pounds more than CM Punk yeah, somehow. Right. My ass. Okay, <laughs> uh, sure, if you say so. Um, in what world? Because they announced Jericho at like two twenty something. I'm like, <laughs> stop. That's how much stop he it. drank last night. Yeah. Stop it. Um, but I thought it looked good, man. He doesn't need to wrestle in a breakneck style. He's going to wrestle all of these gentlemen who can do that for him. Darby did exactly what we thought he would do, which is bump all over the fucking place for that gentleman. I gave it three and three quarters. 
Mm-hmm. Seven and a half years. Yeah. I truly believed we'd never see him in the ring again. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. Darby sacrificing himself and Punk slowing it down. Mm-hmm. It is his first match in seven years after all. GTS, and it will be interesting to see what is next. Another one to bring up, Corey. Man, Darby can work, too. He's, he's not just the, no. the crazy dude. No, he is talented. He is. I, can, I did this comparison about a year ago, and it clicked for you. You were like, oh, I never thought about that. He is mankind. Yep. He's crazy, but dude can fucking work. He is so good. You look at that uh, mankind Shawn Michaels match from Mind Games. Look at CM Punk versus Darby Allen. He's so young. He is so young. I, I, I love this match for the fact of that reasoning of Darby. We knew what Darby's going to do. Fast, <laughs> quick, this, this. But he attacks the leg. He attacks, you know, kills the speed. If I can cut the hate off at the head, I know where it's going to come from. Uh, uh, fuck, I lost my goddamn point, son of a bitch. I lost it. Hold on, Van, for a second. Hold on. Never. Never. Punk nope, should have been Devin should have been Darby. Devin should have over. Ten seconds, standing on advice. Throw the ring. May I have a volley, sir? <laughs> oh, god damn it, what was I going to say? Punk should have uh, not, should have put the kid over. And, uh, Darby Allen hits his fuller leg lock within two seconds and pins the second city saint. Completely lost the goddamn point. Mm-hmm. I, was gonna make, I have no idea. That's gone. Well, you're just going to say the blind guy. <sighs> god damn it. Um... But no, it was good. I enjoyed this match. Uh, the fact that Punk won is good. I would say for me, them pushing him constantly on every show, the pop on at All Elite wasn't as big as the first night. Oh, for first of all, can the, be. The, the building's half the size. And, uh, no, I, I think you'll see that cool off now. Oh, it will. I, I think know it while will. While they were in Chicago every week. Oh, every I know. Night. I know it will. But it's just like it was like they. He was on. All, uh, he was on Dynamite. Then he was on Rampage, Rampage and, and then Dark on Comedy. You know, like I get it. No, he's and now they have. Uh, They're not going to do it now. Yeah. To do that. One. I mean, I said before the show, I think he should be off TV for about two weeks. Yes, he should. Like I, I know he's signed full time. I get that. He doesn't need to be off TV for nine months. But, you know, that's what it was. Ha, figured out my point. Suck it. I'll come back to it. No, just say, say now. The hate that would be coming is, because uh, we're just, we love AEW, we're blind followers. Yes. If the match sucked, we'd fucking say the match sucked that he didn't have anymore. Remember when Batista came back? That was trash. That was garbage. Which hurt me, because I love me some bats, but yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we don't hold back from that shit, because we're fucking fans of him. If it sucked, no, so we would have said if, it sucked. If, if it sucked, want, it sucked. If you want me to, I can sit here. Well, it's getting pretty late on this one, but next week I can sit here and tell you five things about AEW booking I'm not thrilled about. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'll bet it's so much better than the other one that, you know, it doesn't negate their faults, but, I mean, their faults are minimal yeah. compared <laughs> to the other one. They don't um, lean into their glary weaknesses. Yes. They try and hide them. Moist. Hmm. <sighs> so let's go to our next match as it was Paul Wright defeating QT Marshall. In three minutes and ten seconds. I found out why this was in the space. That was what I found. I did, too. It's what Calm I down match. That and the fact, if anything went long, this is the match you could cut. cut. They would have cut yeah. it. And I kinda, honestly, I kind of thought they did at some point. I was like, we, we haven't got Paul White yet? Uh, all right. Which I'm okay with this. Being Does that mean CM Punk opened for Paul White? No, it means Tony Khan's a, a, a booker who at least thinks his card through. 
And it's like, oh, if something does go over, this is the match we can cut. Like, this went 310, which we knew would go this long. But it, it, the idea was, the longest it would have went was, like, five. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, perfect. Yeah. What was, what'd I give it? One star. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what it needed to be. <coughs> Quick and efficient, allowing the crowd a chance to breathe. That's really all I have. So, yep, yep. Let's get to the main event. Let's get to the main event. As Kenny Omega, who ate at a, at a diner in North Carolina, defends his AEW World Championship against Christian Cage, <laughs> defeating Christian Cage in 21 minutes and 20 seconds with a super one, one winged angel. angel. If I'm 47 and have a history of concussion problems, that. he must trust Kenny Omega because I'm not sure I'm taking um, that bump off the second rope. Uh, by the way, one quick thing. I, one spot I loved in the Punk match was his GTS, and then Darby just flops to the outside. Yeah, and he looks all... Uh, Punk's like, no, damn it. That was my, oh. one, my one shot, right? So... And then when Darby does the coffin drop and he sits up like Taker. Yeah. Fourth, that was... If he didn't time that just right. Yeah. Bad things could happen. That'd be a hot take here. I think yeah. the first match was better. The Rampage? Yeah. I think it was, too. I, was, I think so, too. We thought they were holding back, and uh, I don't know if they were. I think they benefited from fitting it into a shorter time. That's what I think it happened. I do, too. I think, let, well, I'll just get to my shit here. Get I gave that one a Rampage four and a quarter, by the way. Yeah. If I was right, mm-hmm. it was a four and a quarter. I think it was definitely a better match, for sure. I gave this three and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Starting slow and steady, then built up to a good conclusion. <laughs> Hell of a bump. And then I just talked about what happened afterwards. So, Once again, none of us ever have hot takes. <laughs> Somebody else fucking agrees. <laughs> Every no. goddamn time. I feel bad for Christian because he finally got that match. and I have two, two lines about the match and then a paragraph about what happens afterwards. Yeah. Uh, what do you do with Christian now? Continue the, the, the tease with the, the Jurassic, Jurassic Express? Yeah, he can still help them. He can fight with the elite, but he's not going to be a title contender. I think he spends time in, in uh, Impact for a while. Oh, he's totally spending yeah. time in Impact. Yeah. I, I, I think he'll lose the title at Bound for Glory. Yep. When's October. that? October. October. In Vegas, baby. Uh, Samstown. Which is a good little wrestling. They have Ring of Honor, TNA. Vegas is um growing a bit yeah. as a wrestling town. Uh, There's a lot of shows that go there now because it's a... Not for WWE because those crowds are never hyped for anything. I, 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 Everybody else, though. I said it after the show, and I'll say it again. Without question, the next AEW show that's in Vegas. Double or nothing. I'm going. Because um, I, 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 I am now at that point of... I, was, I had plenty of time to myself when I was driving at, at the shoot. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? Without question, anything close with AEW, sure. WWE... There, I was thinking the rest of the ba- the L.A. Mania, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, the only time I'll go is maybe a house show here if to go with you and the, yeah, the little bit. database. Because the house shows are still fun. The wrestlers go out and do what they want to or do. Or not. Well, you know. <laughs> what if they ever do them? Lasagna. <laughs> Lasagna! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's... Or not. I... The, WWE, to me, WWE started losing its appeal as a live thing to go to. Oh, uh, uh, once, I will not be at the show with you guys. Once Defy and Pow. Once <laughs> like, you see Defy show, many like, and Prestige. Prestige. Yeah. Back to WWE. I mean, I mean, there's Pow, there's, there's Defy, there's Prestige, there's Without a Cause. That's just four really good 
indies in Oregon. Shout out Power Wrestling. Yeah. Shout out Mr. Lola. So I mean, if you got all that, plus you know, you, you know, oh, fuck, you know, AEW might come around here sometime. Oh, uh, they're planning on Washington. So they're planning on it. Or for me, I like they they had a fuck. It, we went at the worst possible time for Ring of Honor finally coming to Portland, but they've got their act together and have a really good roster now. Yeah. So if they ever come back, that's a no brainer for me. Yeah. Their uh, con talked about how he's trying upcoming year as West Coast time. There's Nick Con? <laughs> no. Wrong Con. He's that's one thing I like too, is they've been smart. He's not just going everywhere at once. No. He's going into this region and he'll hit the big cities and then this region and Texas and he's, He knows where they're hot, man. He's slowly coming out. It's smart. Don't overexert yourself. Because you could spend all this time in the Midwest, right? And at some point, I mean, you're going to want to hit where Omega and the Bucks are from. So you can spend all this time in the Southeast, Southwest. You can get California, Vegas, Arizona, all over again. How many small-sized arenas in California alone is there for AEW to just... More than than probably Oregon. So many. More than Oregon. I mean, fuck, the Forum is way smaller than the Staples Center. You can go to the Forum. You can go to the Forum. The new home to the Clippers soon. Uh, How many... um, well, those funny. NFL teams have a weird practice arena you could put a ring in like they do at Daly's Place. You know what I mean? They have, they have NFL connections. Arizona. What if they did, what if they did like a... Uh, you know how many small fucking door. arenas there are in Vegas? What if they did like next door, the indoor, the football, so the training... The, cool. the Mishofsky Center? Yeah. Like, like, I'd be sick. There is... I can think of four arenas right off the top of my head that are small in Vegas that would be absolutely wonderful for Dynamite and Rampage. Absolutely. You don't need to do T-Mobile or MGM. They're off the strip and they're small. They fit... 8,800 people. It's perfect That's, size for them. It's like... Matt Knight Arena yeah. would be a perfect size Matt for Knight them. Matt Knight would be perfect for Dynamite. Hint, hint. Nudge, oh, nudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cough, Matt Knight. Wink. Yeah. Wink. Yeah. Tony uh, Khan, come to Matt Knight Arena. Woo. Also, and if Tony Khan's listening, because like, he should, because we talked to him. I mean, truth. they all do. They all do. Hit the states that are yours. Hit New Mexico. Hit Iowa. Hit Montana. Hit Boise. Boise, Idaho. Hit those places. Hit the Dakotas. I mean, I mean, well, you know, but still, I mean, there are places that we just fucking ignores. Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. WCW started doing that the last year, and that's how they got some of those live crowds. Matt for Night Arena. Matt Night Arena. <laughs> Don't use it as a house show. You get to forget yeah. Salem. Salem sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Go straight to Eugene. Yeah. Hit, Matt hit Night Arena. Arena. <laughs> for a... Matt Knight Arena. We'll come and watch Dark Elevation, Dynamite, and Rampage. You're damn right. And we'll you know, Joe, you can off. fly nonstop on Southwest, not Eugene, to Vegas. To Matt Knight Arena. <laughs> to Vegas, baby. To me? To Matt Knight Arena. Got to it. Arena. It's a one-minute flight. Ooh, I'll take it. So, and we talked about it already. The uh, ending. <laughs> after the match, Adam Cole debuts and Daniel Bryanson. Let's bring up something real quick, because uh, it, it's been bantied about online. Does this feel like May 27th, 1996 to you guys? For the current generation, yes. Um, 25 years ago. I, again, there was another podcaster who had like a long tweet about this. And I never really thought about it this way. He said, Time, well, first of all, time will tell. I guess, or does it feel like Bash at the Beach in 96? Which one, which, what is it? Does he, it feel more like that? He's... His thought process is Hall and Nash together was something that you just couldn't... You didn't know it was going to be what it was. It was yeah. magic. Yeah. 
He did say Brian Danielson, though, is a bigger star than either Holland Nashworth in 96. Yep. So that alone is bigger. Adam Cole probably is, too. And Adam Cole probably. Um, Punk definitely it's closer. is. Well, Punk did the count, though, because he, he came back. He didn't jump from WWE. He, That's fair. But they were the two guys who jumped. Yeah. Adam, okay. Who chose. Okay. And, and they said, Adam, it, it feels the way because these are the two guys that chose to come. They didn't get fired. They didn't mm-hmm. get released. They didn't leave on bad terms. They didn't leave on bad terms. They just flat out They would to sign come. them tomorrow. Yeah. Immediately. Well, maybe. They just decided to come here. Yeah. Because they wanted some artistic freedom. They wanted to feel good about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know how nice it is, gentlemen, to look forward to a weekly television show? God, it's That's so great. nice, isn't it? Speaking of that. It's so nice. This upcoming Dynamite is a goddamn pay-per-view. Has <laughs> fuck, dude. So in your house. Uh, <laughs> has uh, Ruby Soho's first uh, appearance. I guess Jamie Hader. Okay. Which that'd be a nice little match, really. Okay. Time. Dustin Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Continuing the Malachi uh, Black, killing the Rhodes family until, until Cody comes back. Fake. And then the face comes back. And then the homecoming match: John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki. Yes, Selfishly. I wanted Brian Pillman Jr. in Cincinnati. Yeah. Moxley versus He'll Pillman probably have Jr. A match, probably, in a way. I was hoping for that. But, I mean, I'm not going to hate Minoru Suzuki against John Moxley. Blind Eye no. thought this should be a pay-per-view match, which we all agreed upon, but there's no... The next pay-per-view is in November. Um, so, uh, it was scheduled for St. Louis. It's, yeah, it's November it's 13th. no longer scheduled for St. No? Louis. No. They don't know where it's going to be yet. But it's Changing in November. the date changed that. Rampage is the night before. Because they moved it back a week, right? Yeah. Rampage the night before is still in St. Louis. But, and there's a chance it could still end up being St. Louis. <sighs> but there's the also week. talk of uh, Minneapolis. There's nothing in St. Louis. Why the hell would it conflict? I'm going to a concert, I guess. But, like, there's not going to be fucking sports teams. Uh, well, they the Blues, I guess. It could, yeah. It, well, they're not. But they were going to some college. Okay, teams, okay. Which could be it. Could basketball, be basketball, basketball too. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know. Uh, I Honestly, I just hope they don't go to Chicago. Don't go to Chicago. I'm going to Chicago for like a year. They're saying if it's not St. Louis, they're looking at Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Another great wrestling town. Yep. That would be fine. So I know uh, we shit on the product before. I just want to bring this up now and get it out of the way. I just want to get it out of the way, okay? Uh, He can't help himself, Corey. uh, Next week here is the the reboot of Colorful NXT. Take your word for it. Uh, Corey, just to let you know, there is a wedding that's supposed to take place. Oh, thank God. And then the main event is a fatal four-way for, to determine the number one contender for the w- NXT Championship. Oh, it sounded like a no for me, dog. You want to take a guess who those four are if you don't know them? No. CM Punk. Just tell me. No, oh, okay. I don't remember who's in NXT at this point. Uh, haven't they fired yet? Champa. Okay. Dunn. Uh-huh. Riley. Uh-huh. And uh, Knight. So Riley wins. Cool. Dunn's out the door. Dunn, yeah, Dunn's uh, out the door. Dunn so. destroyed uh, the other two members, Lorkin and uh, Birchall. Like, why wouldn't Kyle O'Reilly? Like, if Kyle oh, he's was, definitely leaving then if he beat up his own crew. But he's, like, he's sticking with the... If Kyle O'Reilly doesn't win, what the fuck was the point then? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Well, more importantly, this weekend, uh, Ring of Honor has Death Before Dishonor. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, on Sunday, I will be watching, hopefully. There's a... Uh, the pre-show is an Honor Rumble. It's a 15-man... Uh, Battle Royale for a future Ring of Honor World Championship match. I don't know who's in it yet. I found out it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> what was that? I didn't even know it was happening. 
Uh, finally, the tournament finals determine the inaugural Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Inaugural? Yeah. Never had a woman's title? Nope. Damn. Uh, Miranda Elise from AEW Dark Fame is taking on Rock C. It's a young... She's a young woman who's The Rock was her favorite wrestler and the reason she became a wrestler. There's that. Her name's Roxy. And um, they're both okay. This time, the women's division... Uh, <laughs> the last time they had a women's division was... We saw it. Be a fan. Yeah. Well, this time, Jonathan Gresham decided he was taking control and f- hiring the women and making sure they were up to snuff. So it's been a much better division. There, there it is. Um, I didn't listen to what Jonathan Gresham would have to say no about more, wrestling. B- no more Bully Ray. Uh, <laughs> Yep. You hate to see it. Uh, Dalton Castle taking on Eli Isom. The Briscoes taking on Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Very nice. Be fun. Homicide, Chris Dickinson and Tony Deppin of uh, Ron Funches fame. More on that in a minute. <laughs> taking on John Walters, LSG, and Lee Moriarty. So weird. And in the next match, Jake Atlas will be taking on Joe Lessel. There it is. Can't wait. Hopefully, a little one. I was figuring there's no way he's listening to a goddamn thing we're saying. Mr. JL. Yeah. Now, Jake Atlas and Taylor Rust. Hopefully, they both have signed. It's a good place for him. Six man title match. Shane Taylor promotions taking on Dragon Lee, Kenny King, and La Bestia. Says Roosh is now out and he, for the rest of the year, and he's uh, with you questionable hurt? knee surgery. Uh, Who? His contract runs out at the end of the year, so. Who? So he's. Hurts. Yeah, the injury was in Mexico. See, so he had the surgery in Mexico. So, yeah, well, oh, okay, working the gimmick, huh? Yeah. All right, all right. How about Jonathan Gresham defending that pure title against Josh the Goods Woods? Be a good match. Main event: Fatal Four Way Elimination Match for the World Title. Bandito defends against Demonic Flamita, Brody King, and EC3. Hmm. Not a bad card. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a, not a bad card, you know what I don't like? I thought he was going to go back to NXT next week. <laughs> NXT? No, no, no. no, no. He's a different ally much. No. <laughs> one thing I, I'm hating right now is just because our one of our favorite indie promotions, Defy, uh-huh. is announcing that they have a September show in Seattle. Yep. Portland in October, and then L.A. In, later on in October. Yeah, like a week later. Yeah. But they're showing matches for both shows, but not Portland. Sure. They announced that we're, we're getting Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston is going to every show. Good. <laughs> I'm happy for it. He's going to every show. However, so like they announced Ethan HD versus Jordan Oliver for um, Seattle. Seattle. And then um, Daniel Garcia versus Christopher Daniels for L.A. Fuck. So it's like, where's the Portland match? So let me go. Yeah. You know, besides that. They're doing like a mini Portland wrestling like they museum are. Yeah, a pop-up thing, museum, yeah. Which that to me that I mean, my God, I saw some of the stuff they're gonna have there, like framed like Roddy Piper gear and his wrestling license for the state of Washington. Like, should be cool. And it's not at the uh, Cleaver Armory it's by yeah. the fucking airport, literally by the airport. Yeah. So they well, can hop on. And that's get the- good for the guys that are flying in. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I'm glad to see them go back up and running. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know this shitty thing needs I, to go away so we can uh, enjoy right. it. I've become so much more um, 
into the local indie scene. Now, one, Portland's, or the Pacific Northwest has a pretty damn good yeah. indie scene. On top of the fact that I am taking people's advice. If, if the main promotion that I've watched for 30-something years is so fucking bad, I just won't watch it. I'm yep. watching other stuff. There it is. Yep. I'm watching Defy without a cause. Right. Yeah. Al Pro Wrestling. Prestige right. Wrestling announced Prestige that wrestling. Uh, Malachi Black or Tommy End were being See, multiple shows. That's good. I like the fact that they're getting different people. It's, it's good. I like to see a good mm-hmm. busting scene. Uh, Fusion comes back September 22nd. MLW Fusion on YouTube. Okay. So, I mean. So we have all that. Good stuff yeah, to watch. Good stuff. Uh, we just watched uh, GCW, The War Games. Sure. War Games and uh, just pure chaos. Nick Wayne. I like Nick Wayne. I think that young kid's got a ton of potential. The sunset flip powerbomb off like the 30-foot ladder. That was nuts. Speed uh, safe, guys. <laughs> they've got a lot of young guys. I did. I liked these shows a lot more than the straight deathmatch shows because I, like, I don't mind deathmatch wrestling if it's one or two matches on the card. Mm-hmm. If it's the whole card, it's it's real tough for me, to be honest. It's hard to watch. It's but, a four-hour show and nine matches, and eight of them are death matches. Yeah, but this, these were easy shows to watch. There was high-spot wrestling. There was actual there wrestling. Was five, there was five matches total yeah. because it took them 45 minutes to put the cage up for the war games. It's uh, And I watched the Three Cup Stuff show, too, from the night before. Uh, and that had, I mean, it had a really good uh, Alex Shelley, um, Tom Lawler match. I was disappointed in the main event because it was, once again, Jimmy Lloyd versus G-Raver. The match that should have been in two months ago when they went through the sheet of glass match. Yep. That should have, it, that's the MGF-Jericho that feud. That was my least favorite match of the night. It was. Yeah, was mine like, too. Yeah. yeah, I don't get the uh, draw to G-Raver. Well, no, don't worry. Don't G-Raver, uh, after the War Games match, which you knew Team MD, uh, MDK was going to win, uh, G-Raver comes out because... Uh, GCW heavyweight champion or universal champion Zack Ryder universal spinner champion comes out as King Macho King uh, King Cardona King Cardona King Deathmatch King Deathmatch Matt Cardona crown and then he has both belts he made a new one the GCW universal championship which is Velcroed and and has a a spinner and then he's like, I have an open challenge, and here comes my opponent, and it's Frank the Clown. So then the crowd chants bullshit. Uh, Cardona hits him with the belt, one, two, three. Then G-Raver comes out with all his uh, druids, and uh, G-Raver has all the druids attack, but one stays in back. Starts, and then leaves. And G-Raver leaves. All the druids attack, but one... The Druid starts doing that Moxley kind of twitch, DDTs, and then pins them one, two, three. And then they announce that John Moxley is the new GCW heavyweight champion. Kind of a quick loss for Ryder, or Cardona, but I saw an interview with him where he said that uh, they didn't expect this to get over like it did. Yeah. And they were having a lot of trouble finding open dates for him that coincided with, with GCW. Yeah. So it kind of was like well, I'm okay with it. it. It made it made the reason, you know. Got but I him. think they had more money to burn. I think I think there was there was a lot more money to be made. You just then just either figure it out or just have him off a few shows. Then yeah. and then he like, come back when you can free up his schedule. So like Moxley and Gage was going to be there months from now. Yeah. Well, There's Nick Gage comes out right away, 
and they make the throwdown. And at the September show, September, it's, it was October. It's October. October. Well, it's the ninth. October ninth. It's the same day as the fire in Portland. Yeah, October ninth. Um, <laughs> and uh, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder three. October ninth, they're doing a Gage Moxley in a death match. Damn. I don't know what you just said. Uh. September 17th GCW show is what I'm interested in. Uh, Chris Dickinson versus Joseph Fatu. Uh, Go ahead and tell me the match I care about. Uh, Go oh, ahead. Jonathan Gresham versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Yep. That's the match does I'm looking for. Jonathan to. Gresham know who Minoru Suzuki is? Yes, He's he about does. to find out. Oh, yes, he does. I cannot wait as, for that match. As Corey hates these first-time evers. Yeah. Once in a lifetime. I'm also looking forward in a weird way to Deppin and Funches. De- Tony Deppin versus Ron Funches. <laughs> uh, Effie versus Two Cold Scorpio. That's weird. Uh, Gage and, uh, yeah, Alex Zane will be there. AJ Gray and Jordan Oliver will also be all be there. So, uh, yeah, uh, September 17th. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I can't, that's going to be a fun show. But, yeah, the uh, Deppin uh, Funches match will be weird. Speaking of weird, guys, we did a little draft last week. We of did. It's getting drafty. Got a little drafty in her. <laughs> As Somebody closed their butt flap. We drafted the ro- <laughs> our rosters from when? July 1997. There it is. So, I'll, let me start off. Let me get mine out of the way. He's so sure his sucks. Oh, mine sucks. he gave no effort again. Two, twice I, in a row. Sir, I tried to give effort. I tried to give effort. However... Once again, I honestly forgot, and, like, I realized it two hours before we were supposed to go live, and then I legitimately finished it, like, 20 minutes before you guys even showed up. So, uh, this is Joe Rushed It 2. That's the name of the show. Electric Boogaloo. In your house. Battle Bowl. Beware of cat. First match of the night would be uh, Vicious and Delicious versus Sabu and Bradshaw. However, oh, that's a what? Okay. What? <laughs> what? You're gonna you're gonna kill somebody on live interview? Uh, yeah, yeah, Bagwell. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah, don't worry. The idea is uh, Norton turns I'll on Bagwell. Norton turns on. They yeah. all fucking kill him. Yes. I'm f- five stars. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I made sure of that. No. So here's the thing. I I actually had the match to be Bagwell versus Norton and Bradshaw, but then I remembered I didn't put Sabu in a match. So I switched it up and I made a tag, but Norton Man. turns on bag. So you have uh, Norton, Stan Hansen, and Sabu against my uh, team last week from Contra Unit and Nick Gage. Yeah. Jesus Christ, there's no survivor. Let's go, baby. Uh, a tables match, the Eliminators versus Tracy Smothers and Terry Funk. Oh, yeah. Hook the leg, man. <laughs> a you ought to be hooked. Fader four-way, Macho Man versus Arn Anderson. Versus Chris Benoit versus Owen Hart. Okay. For a split second, I forgot we were drafting 97. I was like, what? Yeah, this is all over the place. Yeah. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And I was like, okay, no, yeah. I'm, back, I'm back. I'm back, baby. A I'm match that everybody wanted Sting versus Undertaker. Finally. I mean, yeah. Who wins? Um, 97. July is Sting in the rafters still. Yep. And then it's Taker. Wow. Not uh, even tan enough to be Taker, huh? Oh, I also have Macho going over since uh, it's Macho go. then. Ooh, yeah. Then go. my, uh, and the, the Illuminators go over Funk and Smothers because Smother just leaves. 
So my main event is a fatal five way, but don't worry, it's a great match. It is a fat Tammy on a forklift match. Jesus Christ! God damn it! <laughs> As you can't wait to hear who's in this match. British Bulldog, Triple H, Hall and Nash, and HBK. Oh my God! What do they all have in common? Damn! Let's just need to put effort into this. Oh, this sandbagging son of a bitch. <laughs> to, be, to be honest, would Devin write this for you? To be honest, that was the first match I thought of. I'm like, what can I do with it? A G Dub, A G Dub. But I had to do Fat Tammy on a forklift. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's messed up. Who wins? Um, it's the heart of Tammy. It has to be Sean, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I know Done. you want me. <laughs> want to go after me? Oh, next. All right. <clears throat> We are presenting, since this is July of 97, the Stan Stasiak Memorial. Oh, God damn God it. it. Live from the Memorial Coliseum in Portland, Oregon. Oh, yes. Start the show, we get a Tim Bell salute for the recently passed Stan Stasiak. I like it. Match one. Still a little match you may have heard of. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeats Eddie Guerrero in 33-15. Four and three-quarter stars. Woo-hoo. And then we're done. They have a better match later in the year. Yeah. Room for improvement. Match two is the fatal four way. Ken Shamrock defeats Alex Wright. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Start over. Okay. It's fatal five way. Okay. There it is, player. Ken Shamrock defeats Das Wunderkind, Alex Wright. There it is. Vader, Tommy Dreamer, and Big Dick Dudley in 2255. Three and a half stars. Poor Alex Wright. Poor, poor. Yep. It was cut Does he at least get to dance? I mean, okay, of course. Of course. You're talking to her. Match three. The Steiner Brothers and LOD defeat Harlem Heat and the Headbangers in 14 minutes. Two and three quarter stars. I feel about the Steiner Brothers and LOD is an eight man tag. Oh my God. I feel bad for, uh, I feel bad for Headbangers. Yeah. Holy fuck. He had to go up for them. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, Mosh took the pin. Mostly because he couldn't get up because he was crippled. Yeah, I was just saying. <clears throat> what debilitating injury did he suffer? Match number four. Yes. Yeah. This is for you, Corey. Yeah, I can't wait. Falls count anywhere. Okay. Mankind defeats New Jack in 11.30. Holy fuck. Two and a half stars. Hmm. To start the match, New Jack comes out with a shirt that says, Heart failure didn't kill Stan, I killed Stan. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Does meat attack him? <laughs> the match five, Bret Hart defeats the Giant and Taz in 28.45. That's actually intriguing. There it is. That's good. It beats mine. So I said I'd have some fun with mine. Mm, there it is. Because somebody doesn't know what they're doing and lost their job over this. <laughs> this, ma- this card takes place center, center a stage at uh, the Lilith Fair concert. <laughs> uh, opening match. PG-13 defeats LSD and Mikey Whipwreck. I need PG-13 at a Lilith Fair concert. (laughs) (laughs) Match number two. In a who can get higher match. Oh, God. Rob Van Dam defeats Flash Funk. Checks out. I mean, that checks (laughs) out. Match number uh, three goes all over the fucking place. As these these poor lesbian women have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Hooventude Guerrera and La Parca 
defeat Chris Jericho and Takamichinoku God damn in a it. false count anywhere lucha match. God. Fuck yes, they do. Chairman, baby. Did you say these lesbians don't know what they're doing? Yeah, these poor yeah. lesbians don't know what they're doing. Okay. This lesbian is at the World Fair concert. At least five or six of them call the cops on the next match. As uh, Brian F. Pillman defeats six. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So <laughs> shoot, brother. Yeah. No, the next two matches constitute shoot. Oh, I'm just joking here, okay? In an entrance that both <laughs> scares and scintillates the women into the audience. The Sandman comes down and defeats Raven. Does he try to have them drink sexually? Yep. And they're like, no, we don't like you. He's all pouring beer on women's heads. They're chanting me too. <laughs> well, it's fair. And then, well. Oh, God. Well. Oh, here it comes. Well. It's nice to see you beautiful looking women here. For it is I, the intellectual stud muffin, Joel, just like a Rubik's Cube, the more you play with it, the harder it gets. Gertner. And I represent Bubba Ray and Devon, the Dudley Boys, who go to a 20-minute, I shit you not, no contest with the faces of fear. Jesus Christ. And at the main event... Diamond Dallas Page meets Jerry the King Waller. <laughs> Has Liz Fair hit the hit the stage yet, or this is like pre-show? Uh, this is after that match uh, concludes. Um, Carl Malone shows up. Sarah McLaughlin uh, takes the stage to her uh, night concert. <laughs> and as you can see, DDP limping out of the uh, <laughs> out of the out of the building, out of the the, yeah. the fair, as uh, she's a. I will mm-hmm. remember you. He kicks a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's called A Wild Night at Lilith Fair. There it is. Awesome. All right. I'm going to try to one-up that next week. So, Mr. Or in two weeks, as yep. Mr. Booble, yeah. next week, what are we drafting? We're drafting something for the ladies. And by that, Val I mean we Venus are matches. Got it. Literally yeah. drafting all ladies all the time. It is nothing but women. All-time female wrestlers. Are you telling me that it's ladies tonight? I am telling you that. So I should have booked that one at Little Fair. Should have. <laughs> Lesson learned. This one. Cannibal Corpse concert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is concert next week? We'll find out. Oh, of course. That's yeah, a good gimmick, actually. You should, that should be your gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Concerts, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's just a random events coordinator who cannot get it right. <laughs> right. Like this time, I'm trying to I got it. And somehow, Joel Gertner. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Gertner went over big at Little Fair. It's all feeble card at a kid rock concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow with a Joel Gertner introduction, somehow, well, well, well. Nuclear heat at Little Fair for yeah. Joel Gertner. I bet, I bet. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure about that. So, let's wrap this show up. It's been a fun episode. Uh, <laughs> checks out. Uh, you can go to... Oh, oh, hey, it's a big easy, mouth you have there. Nine inches. Way bigger uh, than needed. <laughs> Well, we know what is also big, nocellentainment.com. That's right, nocellentainment.com, where you can go find photo stills of Slamboree for Corey. <laughs> and you can go find all our podcasts and blogs and photos that Corey wrote with his dick. Sorry, Liz Fla- uh, there. And, like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>